Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Welcome a little. This bit. week, brought to you by Black Tux and Blue Apron. Blue Apron, Black Tux. I'm Red Gus. Sign. I'm Miles. I'm Bernie. And I'm the ghost of Chris. And I'm Gus. Chris missed it. He didn't make it. He's here. I How saw mad him. are you about the change to five o'clock, where people show up late for the podcast? Yeah, like this was. N we never had anyone. Not late. really. I don't think we ever had anybody ever I, late to the podcast. It's every, a regular occurrence. Uh, every other week now. Yeah. Every other week. Just kind of I hear the coffee machine going off. If Chris Maris walks up here with a <laughs> fucking hot cup of coffee, I'm gonna lose it. I think you need to mess with the Google Calendar thing, because right now Google Calendar you have it exactly at five. You should, you should make that four forty-five, so then it'll just yeah, be late. It's not gonna work on any Yeah, then, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody can I don't check know. what time we put the podcast out. Uh, and they would know. Do you do that, Miles? Do you ever like set your watches ten minutes ahead? No, God, no. I just set a lot of reminders on my phone. I just ask Siri to never leave me alone ever, so that I don't forget things, because I have a terrible memory. Yeah, I'm also like one of those people that like when I fall asleep, I'm super optimistic about the person I'm gonna be tomorrow. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'll just get up at like six and I'll get this done and oh, that yeah. done or whatever. And then it's like 7:45 and I gotta be at work at eight. I'm <laughs> just like finally getting but, out of bed. Yeah. For, for the first, it, it's been a long time since this happened. But last weekend, I woke up Sunday morning. Normally, I wake up at 7:30 in the morning. I have my alarm set for 7:30. Oh. Sunday morning, I woke up. <laughs> he's got a <laughs> he's fucking got a hot cup of coffee. Oh, uh, you're late and you stopped to get coffee. <laughs> What'd you oh, think? let him let him get to the mic. <laughs> Thanks I, for joining all, us, Chris. Did you was, bring enough for the fucking class? All I heard was I you I my you didn't even bring Dude, the coffee. I know I I was doing the thing you asked me to do. And what I said I had thing? to go to the podcast. He asked me to sign up for the podcast let's play and we're filming a podcast let's play tomorrow. So I had Chris oh. come in to And start I was doing that. So and you was, were working on the podcast. I was working on the podcast and then you said I'm going to go change and then I was like, "Okay, I'm going to uh -huh. go and I and I was trying to change my password and I wouldn't let me log into my Xbox account because I had to have a Skype account. I don't understand that. So Chris, if I'm going to sum up your argument here, you were in the other room on an Xbox signed into your gamer tag so that you could download the game necessary for us to play on the podcast Let's Play Tomorrow. Yes. Gus, your rebuttal. Um, it's five o'clock. I, <laughs> I was in that room as well, and I left. I'm going to get changed because I got to go get ready for the podcast. Yeah. I got to put on a tuxedo. And then I, and then I like zoned out because it was like I was having to log into different accounts and it was merging with Skype and then it got, it was a mess. <laughs> and I and I I don't know what time it is, but I think like, I spent like forty five minutes trying to reset passwords. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, why are we doing a podcast? Let's play again. Like, what's what's going on? Uh, I've been wanting to, wanting to get it started back up. Oh, okay. And just finally uh, have a space for it and have uh, a setup to do it. And there there seemed to be a little bit of hubbub over the first one that I saw, which was you and I believe Barbara, Barbara, and I believe Blaine, yeah, and I believe Jordan Spears, Bethany, Bethany. Close, Most really close. Up. I almost nailed it. Then. I get them confused all the time. All the time. All the time. She draws about as well as he does. So you guys played something, but there was a little bit of controversy that you put that Let's Play video on the Rishi channel versus on the Let's Play channel. I did not put that video anywhere. Oh, okay. I turned that video in, and then the powers that be put it wherever they put it. Who are these powers that be? Uh, Do you not be a power? It's Evan and Melissa. Okay. They, I don't know. I, they, they asked me to start doing them again. I started it, and I just gave them the video, and they do it. Yeah, I, I do not log in and upload that video. Yeah. I got into a really funny discussion the other day with somebody where there was something going on at the company, and I was like, I don't know if I agree with the way this group is doing this particular thing. And mm. somebody in the room does what someone typically does when I say something like that. They go, Well, why don't you just tell them to do it the other way? It's like, we go, Well, then why would I hire people if I'm just going to sit there and tell people like <laughs> you have to do things this way or that way? And it's like if I went to that person who suggested that to me and said, You have to do things exactly as I say, it would be like this long dragged out fight. Yeah, I know when, it would. When when I started telling people that I was doing a podcast, let's play again, immediately like Trevor and all those people, the first question was like, Where's that going? Really? Where are you uploading that? Trevor? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, 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 hey. I'm just I'm just turning in a video. 
Not Do what right, you will with it. Not the right person to ask. Man, there was a video I turned in that like didn't come out for months. I want to say it was the Greg Miller Game Time video that I did. Last ever Game Time. Rest in peace. Game Time. Gone. <laughs> so, it's, uh, so, and I think I turned that in, and about a month and a half later it came out, I want to say. Jeez. Mm. Yeah, that, that was surprising to me. We have three videos that I wanted to make for a really long period of time that we made that are really funny, mm-hmm. and... We've been sitting on these things coming out, but now they're finally coming out. They're going to come out uh, after MDB finishes are, its season. Can I ask, are they those videos that I happen to be present for? And is... is yes. Yeah, yes. it's those? It's those? It's the, oh, my it's, God. It's those interview videos, yeah. So. <laughs> it was a fun take on interviews. And so Interesting. I'm just super excited that that's finally coming out. Um, yeah, both. me too. <laughs> You'll be fine, Chris. You'll be fine. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm doing is I'm having to go through and edit the fucking... Uh, drunk red versus blue. All because mm. Miles opened his fat mm. fucking mouth. No offense. What was the podcast where I wasn't here and you started talking about? Oh, it was. I don't think I, I was here I, either. You no, were. You were like, it was. It was the one. You were flying so Lane and Miles. Yeah. Nobody knew about that thing until Miles like. Got Here's why. Consider that my revenge. Okay. For RVB14 and saying, "Hey, Bernie, we you've been you've been late on this deadline for a while." Yeah. I love you, I respect you, Cohen's gonna rip my dick off if we don't get a script from you soon. I know. Where's that script? And you're like, well, I got a- I got a great idea. I got a great idea. You told me the idea, I said, I love the enthusiasm. The idea. That's a terrible idea. The idea was, tell me the idea. The idea was, we're gonna get- he said, I'm gonna, you're, you're gonna take episode two, season one of the Blood Gold Chronicles. Yep. Gonna get everybody that was in that. It was uh, Jason, Matt, Gus, Jeff, and yourself, yep. and Gus. And, um- Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. And um, you were gonna get shit house drunk. Yep. And then see if you could record the episode from memory with me serving as a narrator to somewhat nudge, prompt us, just to prompt. And I first said, of all, you're terrible at that job. That's all I'm gonna say. I didn't get a chance to do that fucking job. My I was Lord. too busy watching our CEO cry and Jeff break glassware. <laughs> Soon you'll no. be able to see it as well. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> we made it to the second line. They were like, Bernie, and people you, left. They're like, Bernie, can you select a clip from it that we can show this week? And I'm like, I'm sure I can. I can just throw a rock onto the keyboard and whatever it lands on, that's our clip. But but at the end of it, when it was all said and done, you were like. I know we'll get a video out of this though. We're definitely gonna upload it at some point. Oh my god. And I said, okay, really? And you're like, oh yeah, we'll edit it down. And enough time had passed, and then, you know, mom and dad weren't here on the podcast. <laughs> I saw my opportunity. I knew that if I opened my big fat mouth, then Mr. maybe we'd get to see it. You're welcome, Mr. Internet. Mr. Man of the People, Miles Luna, <laughs> goes in and throws everybody oh, else yeah. under the bus, and now I've got to get this thing out there. The so. people. <laughs> oh, <they're laughs> it's a pretty good device for that. But it's the, uh, yeah, but that was because everyone got uh, all, us all the way to 10,000 first subscriptions during first week promotion. Yeah, I was very clearly on the podcast saying that was not going to happen. We were not going to hit that. I was stuff. genuinely surprised. No, I, I, honestly, I was too. I did not think we were going to hit it. You but know, we're dealing with something now. <laughs> I kind of want to pre-bitch about something. Do it. I love please. when you pre-bitch. But the timing of it's weird. You're going to know what I'm talking about here, Gus. Okay. I'm excited. We are up for a Webby award oh, okay, yeah. for the Tinder trailer. That's bitch. Uh oh. So many, many years ago, and uh, thirteen years, two thousand and four, we were up for best comedy site on the internet. Redversusblue.com Whoa, was up for a comedy. What were the other nominees was, in the category? Uh, the Onion. Very clearly, the Onion. English. White English, House. Wow. Whitehouse.com. Yep. Oh. 
And I don't remember the other one. Dancingbaby.net. Was it Dancingbaby.net? It was just a long time ago. And so the way that the Webbies give out some of their awards are via public vote. Mm. And they, of course, People's Choice. People's Choice. The they people. say, go out and vote for, get your audience to vote for you. Mm -hmm. And man, our first year, 2004, you know, we were nominated. Really, it was 2004 awards. So it was everything we did in 2003. Right. And it was our first year. It was like, this is so cool. We got the audience going, everything. You know, Rich Teeth audience, they're insane. They destroyed it. They absolutely destroyed it. For like two and a half weeks, we were promoting this vote. Modern Humorist was the other one. Modern Humorist. Clearly stood the test of time. <laughs> anyway, um, we were up against, though, the big one was The Onion, because The Onion had never lost the comedy category ever, ever in the history of the, the Webbies. And so we asked the audience for what? Two and a half weeks about? It was a pretty good push. It was, yeah, it was, it was we pushed for a while. A long time. Just seemed like we were just starting out. It seemed like a big deal to do it. Um, and you could see the results of the vote after you voted. And so people would send us all the time screenshots of it, and like the the community was tracking it, and we were like winning four to one, like it 80, was huge, eighty percent to twenty percent. Yeah, yeah, we were just destroying. But they do this thing on the webbies, where the last twenty four hours they turn it dark, and you can't see the results until they then announce it. Somehow, in the twenty four hours that they turned it dark, the Onion passed us after three weeks of voting. And they won the award. No. And our audience, because we've been talking about it for three weeks, they were like, what happened? What did we do? What happened? And the, the audience felt bad about it. They were like, and nobody had any explanation for it. It's probably, Gus, would you agree, the number one reason why we don't it ever, is, like, especially the founding guys, we never ask the audience to vote on stuff for us or it anything is like that. absolutely the, the reason that we do that. One of, one, a few years ago, we were up for show of the year for the streamies mm. and we waited till like the last week and I was like I wanted to like stab myself in the chest before asking the audience to vote for it. <laughs> I finally made that video asking them to vote for us and I, I wish I hadn't done that too. So I, I, I want to say here yeah. the just to show like how long I don't think none of those other websites that were nominated for humor that year except for the onion exist and I'm looking through the other nominees for other webbies in 2004 and I came upon community the winner for Whoa. best community in 2004 did anyone want to guess? No. <laughs> No. Was maybe Fark or Slashdot? It was Live Journal. Wow. Live, live Journal. journal. Yeah. I had a Live Journal. Was MySpace up there? Did you? The, I did. The other nominees were Wikipedia, mm. <laughs> FictionAlley.org, Friendster, and Suicide Girls. Fucking Friendster. Friendster. I don't think MySpace girls. had even registered, like, wasn't even <laughs> yeah. on the radar yet. I was about yet. to say, it's like, there's a community for Suicide Girls. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I like... thought it was just naked people. <laughs> <laughs> people love naked people, Chris. <laughs> Instagram, by the way, is constantly pushing on me to follow Suicide Girls. I yeah. Okay. So I don't know you what I'm doing, but I'm doing something right on Instagram. That's like, I'm showing that algorithm. You had a tweet earlier today that annoyed me. I did what? what? You had a tweet that annoyed me earlier today. You made an Instagram post, which was longer than 140 characters. Yeah. So then the tweet came through and like just ended like a quarter of the way through your thought. So then you click on the link and you go to Yeah, it. and I don't want to click on the fucking link. Guess what? It's Twitter, not Instagram. Don't fucking redirect me to another social site. That's how you get the clicks, buddy. I clicked it, and <laughs> I clicked it, then I instantly regret it. I'm not clicking on your Instagram link I anymore. Thought it such was, a I thought it was a really good... It was heartfelt. I, thought, I liked platform. it a lot. <laughs> you, should, you should customize your message for the platform. What would you... Now, help me out, you social media guru. Hmm. You in your fucking velvet jacket, looking all dapper over there. <laughs> one of, what us, should one I of us is obviously a success. It should be giving uh, advice here. Clearly, I have fucked up. How should I have done that correctly? You should have written a separate 140 character message for Twitter. Write that one. No, I, no, I'm no, no. Not, no, you write it. Yeah. You could have. There's, there's an easier way. There's an easier way. There's an easier way. You take a screenshot of your Instagram mm. 
page mm-hmm. that has your fucking heart written out all over it and the picture. What am I? Middle school do is, girl? Do is, what am I doing here? You're the one using my... Instagram. Of course, you're a middle school girl. <laughs> <laughs> Gus, re- Gus has started using Snapchat. I love Snapchat. Snapchat is literally the only platform that makes me like people that I know personally less. Yeah. Like the more I view people's Snapchats, <laughs> the less I like them. Did, did you like my snap about Big Red this weekend? I did. See the I'm, gonna, I did. That was awesome. I'm gonna have to start following you on Snapchat. I went to a restaurant, like a fast food place. They had like a big pull draft for, just for Big Red. <gasps> I've never what? seen that before. It was amazing. Shit. It's fucking amazing. I don't use Snapchat for anything. I just have it open so if people want to send me shit, they can send me shit. Well, it's like I, one of my only open platforms. I do it when I crave attention but don't want to bother the people I know on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's a filter of me with a nose. No one needs to see this, but they might like it. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> likes. I feel validated. <laughs> you don't get likes. Isn't that how Snapchat works? No. How it works. No. You have views. It's a little views. views. You literally yeah. get eyes. Look, I'm new to the Snapchat and I just rediscovered my Instagram. I hadn't used it in five years. And I was like, oh yeah, I have this thing. Oh, it's fun to take pictures and apply filters. And all the comments are like, he lives. <laughs> You're back. Oh, so so Twitter has my back. They like my Instagram posts. So how do you like them apples? Fucking kiss asses. <laughs> One of the things I'm trying to do is it was difficult for me to post a and this just shouldn't be this hard on our own site in 2017. It's hard to post an image in a journal on the site. Like mm, you have yeah. to put it somewhere. So I put it in my image gallery and I did it through there on our site. But I'm not sure like that's gonna show up on anybody's radar. Right. I did the same post there because I don't want to make a post on Twitter and Instagram and not have it on our site. Yeah, too. custom post for custom platform. Got it. What's that, buddy? <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. You're See, just... live journal. That's why you weren't nominated <laughs> for community in 20, 2004. You made it to a live journal. You said you had one. What was it? Tell me, Chris, tell me about live journal. Uh, <laughs> well, it was kind of, I mean, it was before like you could get Facebook um, in high school. Oh. Because it was when Facebook was only college. <gasps> so you had to have college EDU. You had to have a university email address. Yes, to right. sign up for Facebook. So it was kind of like the precursor for that. Mm. And And it was a lot of people posting like, you know, really uh, sappy like high school stuff, and then can't know. wait to be friends forever with yeah, all these yeah, people. Yeah. And like, our people, I know a lot of people who post poems and Aww. things like that. I, I I didn't really post that often. What did you post, Chris? I was just like, what was the name thoughts. of your live journal? I'm off. <laughs> I'm trying to find it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Internet, won't. get on it! I think I found your Tumblr. You, is that a thing? Do people still on Tumblr? I have a Tumblr, but it's mostly just reposting Instagrams. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's what it is, right? I mean, what are we where doing we... with our lives? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, a, really. it's a big circle. It is a big circle. Uh, Social media is a flat circle. What does Tumblr... <laughs> so is Tumblr still going strong? Like, there was yeah, a yeah, time, I'm, like, four years crazy. ago. Like, if I wanna... If I wanna... I, I go to different places to read about different parts of the company. Like, if I want to talk about Rooster Teeth, I go to Rooster Teeth, or I might go to Twitter. If I want to talk about Achievement Hunter, I go to the subreddit. Mm-hmm. If I want to talk about Ruby, there's a subreddit for that too, but I mainly, mainly go to Tumblr to, like, yeah. see what people are saying about Ruby, you I, know? I mainly go to Tumblr for just fan art and stuff that I think is really cool. But when we, bought, when we got to go to the Tumblr headquarters in New York, I don't think I've ever seen a website in real life but the Tumblr headquarters is 100% like if you were to take that website and visit it. They had monitors just playing random GIFs everywhere and it was really? very trendy. It was cool. They were really nice. Yeah. What's the earliest site you remember like that? Earliest community site? Earliest community site. Um, shit. Probably Friendster. Was there one? That... GeoCities. I wouldn't really call GeoCities. Tripod. Like a... There's not really wasn't a community website. It was like a platform to make your own personal website. As opposed to like a uniform thing. Okay, now you two fuckers over here on the couch. Zanga? Yeah, y'all they're, are they're, old and gross. They're, yeah, they're looking at each other like we're old and gross. <laughs> but it's really important to realize this because these were things that we we would have put our 
our business on when we started. Like a lot of people start today now, they start on YouTube or they start right. on Facebook or whatever. Right. And you look at everything that's happening. I mean, it's like that's we didn't do that. We didn't go on fucking GeoCities, thank God, or Tripod. Can you imagine if we were a tripod? Who bought tripod? Like Yahoo bought GeoCities. And then just like shut Who it down, bought, right? I think it's still around. Who bought tripod? Like such a I, and then just mm. like set it, shut it down. Let's see. Lycos tripod. Tripod. Who bought Lycos? Lycos sounds like, like a disease. <laughs> or an yeah, these are all antiquated brands from, you know, the dot-com era that just, you know, they seemed like these massive pillars of the internet. But guess what? Gone. Let me tell no you way. something real fast about Lycos, a site you all probably have never heard of, right? Not no. once. In On May 16th, 2000, they were acquired for $12.5 billion. Yeah. Fuck. Whoa. Man. And then... You want... Not, gone. What did they do? It was like a... It was a search engine. Oh, it was like a uh, oh, like ask Jeeves. Jeeves died. <laughs> well, I always said I always remembered when uh, ICQ was bought by AOL, and they were bought for a hundred and ninety-three million dollars. Was it that much? I oh. think it was. And and I thought, okay, well, that's it. They got the messaging thing all locked up. Those guys were smart. They made a messaging client for the internet, and then they sold it to AOL for hundred ninety-three million dollars. Dude, every four years, there's been another messaging client that oh, they all do the same thing. I mean, Snapchat does a couple of new things with the with the filters and all that. But really, they all do the same goddamn thing, and they get huge. Like WhatsApp sold for eighteen billion dollars. Yeah, and what's uh, Snapchat supposed to be worth? A ridiculous amount. Yeah, or something. <sighs> That's like two Lycos. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn. What's well, the story, Mark Cuban? You know, he sold uh, Broadcast.com. Yep. For like three, four hundred million, something like that. I thought it was two hundred million, but I could be. I, I wonder could how many people know that Elon Musk was one of the original PayPal guys too. Uh, have you that. ever seen those goofy old photos? He uh, has no. a lot less hair. He had a little bit less hair. Yeah. You know, it's impressive he grew you know, it. You sell PayPal, you can get your hair back. <laughs> yeah, they funny. don't tell you that. Yeah. He's just like, it's a very stressful job. He's like, they're going, I gotta sell this company. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get out of here. And that's one of the few ones that I think continued success. PayPal is still huge. Mm -hmm. It's they got Venmo and shit, right? Yeah, they, oh that, that's God. their new competition is like that kind of stuff. Well, I thought PayPal owned, owned Venmo. I don't think so. No, no. I could, I, we had this discussion the other day. Oh, God. So we Sorry. got for the last... Second to last day of laser team shooting, which we just finished laser team two. Woo! Um, we shot for very quickly. We went mm -hmm. through it. It was just a, an easy shoot. And um, for the last second to last day, we got the Gordo's trailer, the Gordo's Donuts trailer, oh. and a coffee cart for the whole crew. The cast did that. And so I paid for it. And then uh, Michael, Nicole, and Colton paid me back. And Gavin is going to pay me back at some point, which that money's gone at this point. But they all wanted to pay me via Venmo. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I think I've heard of it, but I don't have it. So I had to make an account so that they could pay me on Venmo. Have you seen this, guys? Yeah. It's it, like a, a wall where it uh, shows your people's yeah. financial transactions. Oh, that's, that's like the ultimate oversharing. To oh, me. have you not used it? No, I do. Okay. I never. I don't. I, don't I typically do don't go public unless unless I want to do something embarrassing. Make to a joke. Else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all it is. Hand stuff. That's all it is. It's just stupid jokes, yeah. and it's always the same joke. Yeah, yeah. It's always the same joke. It's a joke. Yeah. Oh, here for dildos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time, everyone's paying each other for dildos. It's like the old joke. Gus is buying a lot of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the memo field on a check. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I saw. I looked it up. So we had a discussion okay. about what is this Venmo? I said, well, and they were like, well, we we like it because it's not PayPal. No, it is though. And literally looked up the first headline I saw it was millennials like Venmo because they don't know it's PayPal. <laughs> yep. I see it right here. I see that same article. Yeah. So Braintree, who. Uh, Podcast sponsor, on and off. Uh, in 2012, Braintree acquired, acquired Venmo for $26.2 million. In 2013, PayPal acquired Braintree for $800 million. $800 million. 
That's a, that's a lot of millions. What was PayPal.com's original web address, young fellers? Uh, www.pleasegiveusyourmoney.org. Gus, what was it? X.com. X. They had a single letter URL. What? That's how old that company is on the if you go, I think if you still, if you go to X.com, it redirects to PayPal. Let's check it out. X.com. That sounds like the place where hackers go to hang out. I think that's why they changed the name, because oh, it seemed like man. shady. Yeah, people didn't X. see it as being like, when you saw it, www.x.com, it looks like you left out something in the middle of it's the a, web address. Our Wi-Fi is uh, awesome here. Yeah. yeah. the hackers keeping you out, X. dog. They, they won't let you into that deep Who web. Who has all the other letters? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> we got a few to go through. Let's start with A. <laughs> all the other letters. Oh my god. No, I want to know now. <laughs> I've, looked, I've looked it up before. It's like, it's the same thing. I was, it, you know, the old version of that used to be who had single letter tick, single letter tickers. Stock symbols. On stocks for yeah, stocks. stock symbols. Mm. Do like, you know of anyone besides T? T, uh, and Exxon is X, I think. Is it really? It might be. So it's PayPal. God, I yeah. <laughs> How much do you think it would cost to buy the whole alphabet? You know, just like I think single letter domain names Wait. are ridiculously expensive. www. They're like cra crazy expensive because it's the shortest thing you can have. Yeah, yeah. I guess like a dot co, uh, single letter dot co now. Yeah. Or, but yeah, for the longest time, like those were, now they were bought up super early, and you you couldn't get them. And what was the? There was a country that started. They realized that their country spelled a certain thing, and so then they just started selling the country's domain names. Was it Tanzania? They had TV or something like that? Uh, no, it's, um, I mean, there's been a few of them yeah. like that. Yeah, and there was like .me and stuff that they were selling. I, I, think, it was. I think like Vanatu is, is like a country that doesn't really have much, oh, but they okay. sell like all of their domain names. <laughs> right. And right. same thing with uh, Libya, like bit.ly, bit.ly, .ly is Libya. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously? Yeah. I didn't so, know that. So just the Libyan registry. I'm learning huh. so much about the internet. So, yeah, listen, we've been around back this in my fucking thing forever. Back in my day, you <laughs> had to understand the internet. <laughs> I'm glad that I grew up in a time before the internet was everywhere, which I, yeah. I don't know if we've talked about. Well, it sure doesn't sound like you did, though. I, I Happy didn't... birthday, by the way, Miles. Oh, thanks, Oh, man. yeah, it's uh, your birthday. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you. That was the most frightening <laughs> way anybody's wished me that today. Hey. Oh, God. Chris and, I, Chris and I share a birthday. Like, we shared a birthday at this company way before there was enough people here for two people to share a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> like, you were already employed, like, number 13 or something? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, Get rid of this kid. <laughs> I was, but I was. I watch your mic, bud. <laughs> I um, no, I I, I had uh, enough of the internet or without the internet where I had to like. I remember having like a physical map when we would go on road trips and like. I, I, yes, I. Now, what I had does a physical map mean? Did you print out directions for no. the internet? Oh, no, you had like, like a, a map of Texas. Rand McNally. Uh, maybe I don't know. I yeah, you had to like fold it back up and everything. Triple A yeah. map, which I was not yeah. good at. Um, but uh, no, I don't know. I I I and before. I, like, I didn't get a cell phone until I was 16, which I know to you guys is like, oh, oh that's fucking young young and shit. But, like, I know people that, elementary school kids that have cell phones. That weirds me out. I don't know why. Teddy got a mobile phone at 12 when he was in middle school. He was going into middle school. He finally got a mobile phone. And we felt like bad parents because there were kids who had mobile phones at first grade. Mm. You know, and it's just like, to me, that was, I just, we just never did that. Yeah. Jordan, his mom and I were just like, yeah, let's hold off. I, I tweeted about... My smartphone a couple weeks ago, I was just hanging out and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine in Australia and a friend of mine in Los Angeles. And I went, fuck, that's cool. Like, that's incredible. I'm just casually flipping between these conversations. Yeah. And I tweeted about it. Like, this is unbelievable. You should always be so grateful that this thing exists. And everyone's like, are you high? <laughs> I was like, fuck <laughs> off. This is incredible. It's pretty cool. You just told me I, I want to insult you, but I have to send this message to space and shit first, but it'll do it if I want to call you a fuckhead. That's cool. I mean, you can use it for better things than that. But yeah. I don't know. I think about how much trouble you'd have to go through when you were a kid to find someone 
that you admired and liked their work and find them and tell them, you're a fucking idiot. It would take so much longer. <laughs> you'd have to, like, you'd, you would have to stalk them. You'd have to write a letter. Yeah. You don't know if they get it. You have to send a self-addressed stomp envelope to yeah. find out what their reply is. <laughs> I've, I've attached an extra envelope in case you want to tell me to fuck off back. Yeah. I'd really appreciate it if you could sign it. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool, though, the idea of just, like, mailing people, like, fuck you letters. Hate mail? What's cool about the old-fashioned way like where it's like you, you cut up like, letters in oh, a magazine wow. and then you like tape it all together <laughs> no, 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 but like how often do you get a like an actual handwritten letter anymore like you don't I, I send handwritten le letters on a regular basis. Do I've you? never gotten one from I you. have stationery, yeah, that I used to write. Well, send them a letter that says, fuck off, Bernie. <laughs> you got it. Make Christmas you day. got it. Fuck off, change Ellie your birthday. Ellie will ask for your address very soon. <laughs> the best is when, uh, like when a long time ago in America's Funniest Home Videos, when they would, you know, you'd have to mail in a tape. Be like, if you want the tape back, send uh, uh, an envelope with $3.90 post, $3.90 postage or whatever it was. was there, did they have some requirement to do that? Because it, it, it just seems like... Was there a legal requirement that they have to return the tapes? I think if people wanted it, you know, like it might be their only copy. People might not have had the ability to copy a tape. Yeah. Because that's a thing. Uh, yeah. I most love people wouldn't. That show. Most people wouldn't. Can, uh, can you imagine how many fucking tapes they got that was like fast forward to two hours and 37 <laughs> yeah. minutes and 15 seconds? Whose job was that? <laughs> Just to queue up the fucking VHS tapes. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'm <laughs> with you. I loved America's Funniest Home Baby. It was so great. That was like yeah. what my family would watch at dinner. And my mom would change it to entertainment it's tonight. Just and I would go, now. Oh. Yeah. It was way ahead of the curve. Yeah. They were way ahead of the curve. And it was it was all the best stuff. It was all super clean, but then occasionally they would show Bob Saget would go somewhere and show the dirty ones. Yeah. Was, uh, but they but weird. then they put like funny sound effects on it, so it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> <That> guy's <laughs> paralyzed. But, <laughs> boy, did that little spring sound ease the pain. <laughs> but uh yeah, and they had Bob Saget doing funny voices. I was like Bob oh, Saget God, that's right. more than Tom Bergeron. I loved Bob Saget. Yeah. Tom uh, Bergeron made me sad and I don't know why. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Something about him. He just seemed tired. It's like when the blues clues guy changed. It was like, who's this imposter? <laughs> Get us <laughs> out of here. Steve. Steve. What'd you do with Steve? Steve left to be in a band. Tom Bergeron's probably done way longer than Bob Saget ever did, right? Yeah, oh, totally. Is the show still going? I think no it is. No way. It I think is. It is. Really? It is. Bob, On what Bob Saget was 89 to 97. Bergeron's done. 2001 to 2015. That's a long time. And now it's Alfonso Ribeiro. Now it's Wayne Grady. Who that? Alfonso Ribeiro. Wayne Grady. Sorry. What's Wayne Grady up to these days? Mm hmm. That, you know who Alfonso Ribeiro is? It's Carlton. Oh, yeah, oh. okay, I know that guy. You know I'm bad with celebrities. <laughs> oh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah. I just made a guess at Wayne Brady, by the way, because I know he needs to work. He does. He I felt like he was on everything for a long time. Everything, everywhere. Everything. Like that whole like Drew Carey dynasty, he was a big part of that. In what he, way? He was like Kevin James to like, to, to Drew Carey's Adam Sandler, basically. Like everywhere that Adam Sandler goes, Kevin James is now. It's but I never associate Wayne Brady with Drew Carey. You uh, don't? Like whose line is it anyway? Uh, that's the only, that's the only one I think of. I just don't know why. I associate him. He wasn't on the Drew Carey show, was he? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I ever watched the show, to be honest with you. No. I used to watch I remember. It. Sometimes, Sometimes he was. was. Sometimes Thank he you, Broadcast. He's in the posse. I just remember that awful woman. That's the only thing I remember at the Drew <laughs> Carey show. Was there was Mimi? I Mimi. guess, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I think I meant the Kate, the girlfriend or whatever. She's hot. I liked her. <laughs> Tell us more. She's hot. She's hot. They had an outdoor pool table. I remember that about the Drew Carey show. And they had, and they made they had coffee beer. Buzz beer. Yes. Well, didn't they change the entire premise of the show like six seasons in or something? Yeah. What was the premise of it? I assume it was just some bullshit like, sitcom. At first they worked in a department store yes. and then they switched to like a dot com or something or Right. It was like a different like a totally different kind of business. That's weird. And then they had uh what's his name? They had the great late night talk show. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The boss. He was the boss. What the hell is his name? What's his name? Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Ferguson. Yeah, he was the boss. He was Mr. Wit. Is that right? 
How do I know so much about the show? I never watched I don't it. Know. He, was, he was an employee for Cleveland's Winford Lauder department store, which became an internet shopping site. So mm -hmm. yeah, they, they transitioned to like a dot com. As one does. You gotta stay with the times. <laughs> but uh man, I love Craig Craig Ferguson. I was really sorry when he wasn't doing the late night stuff anymore. I was hoping he was gonna get the Letterman slot when He's Letterman really left. Really funny. Although Stephen Colbert apparently has really come on strong now that Trump is president. He completely flipped yeah, after he legitimized it. <laughs> Yeah, well, he, no, they think about Jimmy Fallon. Oh, they both did. Yeah, you think Colbert did as oh, well? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He, he, the, they normalized right him? right around the same time, Trump went on to do an interview with Colbert, and there was no hard-hitting questions. It was all softball, fluff-peach bullshit. Yeah. Fucking hate that. Mm. Awful. Yeah, but do you think there's a difference between a candidate and a, uh, and a president? I mean, do you think you should treat those two people differently? No. No? I mean, obviously... Uh, whatever a president has to say has much more weight to it and you're gonna be I think you'd be asking a different class of question But if someone is in the running you want to make sure that you give them real questions like even back years ago Like what was it who got, was it boxers or briefs someone got asked that was it Bush the first Bush? I think maybe Gore Yeah, was it Clinton? Yeah, like boxers what, who cares about that shit? That's all like softball fluff bullshit. Ask some real questions. Yeah, but he plays saxophone and it's so cool. You would eat McDonald's while jogging. Yeah, yeah he would jog to McDonald's. <laughs> I remember that so well, that he would do that stuff. But I don't know, it seems to me that if you're interviewing a candidate, you have a greater ability to influence that, mm -hmm. you know, because people are making a decision about the person. With the president, you're just making a criticism on the party in power or the sure. person in power. Hmm. Seems a little different to me. I don't know why. Not that, not that that excuses, you know, Jimmy Fallon ruffling Donald Trump's hair. That was just like, you, I, I, even when I saw that, I thought, man, you're not going to want that image around. No, it's, and it, it's still around. It is. It still is. Yeah. It's like that Beyonce photo that she tried to scrub from the internet. Oh, that's just the best picture, though. It is the best picture. It's really great. Just <laughs> embrace it. Own that shit. That's, that's like the worst thing you can do is try to remove something from the internet. The yeah, internet yeah, yeah. does not forget. If you put it on the internet, it's there yeah. forever. It's what out is there that called? Go. Oh, well. Yep. What is that called? There's What's a term called? for that? There's a term for that. When you try to suppress something and it becomes bigger. I don't know. Um, it is called the Streisand effect. Oh. oh Barbara she Streisand. tried to delete her house from the internet. She tried to sue people who were putting images of her house up or selling images of her house. Okay, and that makes more sense to me. Everyone went nuts <laughs> and like everyone then knew where Barbara Streisand's house was because everyone reported on it. Huh. huh. So the Streisand effect is what that's called. It will be her legacy. <laughs> yeah, let, me, uh, let me read this thing right here. Why don't you read that thing right there? Want to remind Solid everyone, segue, this, by the way. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Black Tux. That's why I'm wearing a, a tuxedo. Looking great for a wedding or special event has never been easier with theblacktux.com. With high-quality rental suits and tuxedos delivered to your doorstep, the Black Tux is giving guys a new way to rent. And get this, the Black Tux offers free home try-on so you can see the fit and feel the quality of your suit months before your event. The best part, it's completely done online. You know I love that. So no trips to the tux shop required. TheBlackTux.com lets you create your look or choose from tons of stylist selected outfits starting at just $95. These suits have a modern fit and are made from fine Italian wool, the highest quality on the rental market. If you have any issues, their expert customer care team has your back every step of the way. After ordering, your suit will arrive 14 days before your event. That's a full two weeks to try it on, make sure everything fits. If anything is less than perfect, the Black Tux will send you a free replacement right away. When your event's over, just drop your rental back in the mail. Shipping is free both ways. How easy is that? To get $20 off your first purchase, visit theblacktux.com slash roosterteeth. That's theblacktux.com slash roosterteeth for $20 off your first purchase. They even send you shoes. Wow. What? You're snazzy. I forgot to bring my dress shoes this morning. I was like, oh, wait, they're already, there's already shoes in there. And socks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is all from them. You look like... They also have a, a bow tie, but 
Uh, I didn't put it on. I'm you, sorry. You look like if MI6 like couldn't get James Bond for a weekend and they just <laughs> sent you instead to see if you could maybe spy on somebody. Okay. And I mean that in a good way. <laughs> thank, thank you. That did not sound insulting at all. Yeah, you may not be able to catch the perp, but like you'll see him. I'll be like, oh yeah, that's, that's the guy. <laughs> He's over he was, there. He was. He looked like a guy. I'll, I'll get the police. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Susan Motel Cowboy on Twitter. She's uh, been putting a lot of great info on Twitter. She has. She put up uh, all these single letter stock ticker symbols, and I'm just gonna read the ones you would know. Okay. C is Citigroup. It was formerly Chrysler. I don't know how Chrysler lost their their symbol. Uh, uh, F is Ford. What? Probably delisted. Chrysler? They got they merged with Fiat. Or Fiat acquired them. Until they just lose it at that point in time? Right. Like, well, first they okay. merged with uh, Daimler-Benz, and then with Fiat. So, yeah, I assume they're gone. And, uh, but that's the kind of thing you think they would keep. Like, when Nations Bank merged with Bank of America, Bank of America was much smaller than Nations Bank, but the name was way better. Mm-hmm. So, Nations Bank became Bank of America. It's just another asset like anything else. I'm assuming it's stock ticker symbol. They might not be traded on the American market anymore, though, because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. those are foreign corporations. Fair play. This okay. Weird. Wait, wait. What the fuck happened to Singular Wireless? Who got them? They became. They became uh, Southwestern Bell. I believe. That was, that was, oh right, Singular eventually became AT and yeah, it was Southwestern Bell then AT and T. Okay, yeah. all right. As all that stuff has gone back together. Port Uh K is Kellogg. A bunch of them are not anything anymore. Like G was used to be Gillette, but now it's nothing. Explain that one, Gus. <laughs> uh, Quest Communications is Q. That's pretty impressive. That seems like a relatively new company. T, of course, is AT&T. V is Visa. Uh, and then the other ones are one I wouldn't know. Oh, S is Sprint. Yeah, I think I said X was Exxon, but it's actually like American Steel. Or yeah, it's like United that. States Steel. Oh. Hmm. Badasses. They got, they got X. Where do, you go? Where do you work? I work at United States Steel. That's, that's like a, just such a badass <laughs> dude. That's a pretty cool. That works there. What do you do? Uh, <laughs> Security. I uh, shut down a lot of factories these days. <laughs> That's what I do. Chris, I need to ask you, where the- uh, Right f- now I'm learning Chinese. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Where did you get your beautiful shirt? Oh, the sloth shirt? The sloth. I love sloth. I think, I think this was a gift from Aaron. It's like- beautiful. <laughs> Why is Aaron giving you gifts? It was like a birthday gift or something. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was like- It was their anniversary. <laughs> Yeah, it's a cool shirt. I He's like got a, for those of you who can't see it on the audio podcast, oh, right. Chris is wearing a Hindenburg disaster <laughs> shirt, and there's a sloth hanging on the blimp. I want you to imagine how many years it's going to take. How many years do you think it will take for someone to make a World Trade Center with a giant sloth on it? I know, right? That's just like, I mean, I know that's already down. out there, but until it's you okay for people podcast. to wear on a live podcast. It really is true. Tragedy over time. Is comedy. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I really. I had never thought about that, that a lot of people died. <laughs> You never yeah. thought about that? Yeah. Well, was, <laughs> the word disaster I thought was a pretty big clue. Yeah. But, oh, the humanity. <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. But hey, no, you're sloth's cute though. No, that's cool. I like cute animals. <laughs> I'm um I'm really considering getting a pig. Really? Wait, whoa, wait. Like for like owning? And you'd be its little pig master? I didn't pig pig master. I wouldn't phrase it like that, but yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It sounded more interesting. It's not, it, I don't know, the, the phrase master seems sexual in some way. Oh, what? No! You tell me the master sword's like a weird sexy object? It no, is. I think it's more like this... Goddamn right yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, no, um, there's this, uh, there's an Instagram account called, uh, My Best Friend Hank. It's this, <gasps> it's okay. this miniature pig. And I was, like, messaging with them. 
over you were talking week. to a pig on the internet well it was the owner the pig master well yeah because oh, it's, it's all, and it's not from the perspective of the pig it's like this is my best friend hank the pig okay and 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 he was telling me like he gave me he gave me the info for his breeder and all this it's really i think i need a pig okay dude i wish i had not looked at this instagram account do you want a pig now? I want a pig. Okay, wait, Fuck wait, off with wait, that. Like, no. <laughs> just look at that. Now you want a pig. <laughs> no, I mean, no. I want to, like, no, 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 no. I would be like that pig's uncle. I don't want to fucking take care of it all. Look I would, as soon as it shits, I'm going to hand it back to Chris. I would look eat at a him. pig. He's on Easter. He's got ear bunnies or bunny ears on. Look at that. God, no. It's really cute. It's, and, and you're, it, you are a seven year old girl right now, Bernie. Um, no. Why? I mean, why? I just started my Instagram account, but it bugs me that it's got more Twitter followers than me or <laughs> Instagram followers than me, this fucking pig. <laughs> That okay, bothers me. Okay, okay. You know, there was a period in time in my house when our cat had more Twitter followers than Ashley. <laughs> and it was this unspoken thing for a, yeah. for a while until she passed Joe the cat in Twitter followers. All right. Now I'm she destroys him. I want a pig. Look. I'm with you, Chris. Okay. Chris, I'm, I'm with you. I'm down. It's oh! <laughs> <laughs> too much. Bernie could own a pig. Bernie's got the. Okay, that's fucking cute. Bernie could own a pig. He's a mature, responsible adult. Oh, that's a good one. How and, dare you? And he's got like, uh, like, uh, you have a, a yard and, shit. and stuff. What do you have? Aren't you in an apartment still? Yeah, well, so I'm like on the third floor, um, so I don't know where, I don't know if pigs can climb stairs, miniature pigs, can they climb well, stairs? You're the pig master. Adorably. <laughs> to do whatever you want to. Sure but, they can. And, and I was like, oh man, you know, I, I have like a, um, maybe I'd like have an extra bedroom with the pig fence sty thing, mm. I don't know. I don't think you make a sty in your apartment. <laughs> I don't think that's the way that works. You could do, you do wanna... the Brandon thing and put it on your balcony. And Look, you could import mud from California or whatever the fuck. Wait, what's the Brandon thing? What a Brandon Brandon's pig? like he buying buys grass, grass and... from California to put on his balcony so his dogs can go to the bathroom. What? what? I'm not gonna do all that, but uh, you know, Look, I, I don't, I don't, Chris, Christopher, I don't want to discourage you from owning a pig if that's your dream. Don't. But let it go. But always a are you are you gonna be a responsible pig dad? I, of course, of course, of pig course. master. No, I'm changing it. Keep up with the times. You pay, uh, can you be a big dad though? Is my yeah, question. Man, yeah, you. man, of course, man. That's why I'm. That's why I'm hesitant because I'm like, well, it's a big okay. responsibility. All right. How many you drinks know. have you guys had? <laughs> Not enough. We're getting there though. It's like a hardball conversation about raising this pig. Look, I don't know shit about stocks, but I know if someone could be a good pig dad. I think you, you could. Have, I just you, think you just got to be ready. You you know if someone could be a good pig dad? <laughs> yeah. You don't know if someone could be a good pig dad? I really He's would. wearing a sloth shirt. He's got the heart for it. Like, I really look do. at that smile. He's not he's smiling. Not, he knows but how to love. My only worry is like, I, I, they're very social creatures, and I worry, um, I have, might have to get two pigs or like a dog to go with. What, you can't what, socialize it, with it? Is it, a, is it a herd of pigs when you have a bunch of pigs? What's that called? Uh, yeah, strip of bacon. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> called a grand slam. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what a group of pigs is called. A, a group of young pigs is called a drift, drove, or litter. Litter makes sense. Groups of older pigs are called a sounder of swine, <laughs> a team or passel of hogs, or a singular of boars. Sounder of swine sounds like something you would say to some sort of like pig-based superhero. The sounder of no, swine. It's like, it's pig like, dad! It's like an old insult from the 40s. You low down dirty sounder of yeah. swine. Bugs Bunny would mutter that at someone and it yeah. would be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, at what point in history was it really important to know what the different groups of animals are called? Also, on age is the weird thing. That's what is that a thing with a lot of animals? Like they don't. I don't know if they age out of their plural form. Age out, age out of a plural form. What does that mean? <laughs> well, no, it's like because he was. It's, there's a, a young pigs are one word, and then the yeah. older ones are sounders. Oh, I got you. When they change yeah. the groups, yeah. <laughs> 
sounder of swine. It's, yeah, he's uh, right. It's the uh, Seattle soccer team, right? <laughs> Seattle Sounders, yeah. Yeah, it is. Fucking pigs. Let's root for the Sounders. Uh, again, according to Motel Cowboy, pigs do not climb or jump in the wild, so they aren't meant to climb stairs. Aww. It's very easy mm. to teach a mini pig to use a ramp when they're young. Uh, however, with treats, adult pigs can learn to use the ramp without much trouble as well. Mm. I don't have a ramp. I, we, I get an elevator. You give me a you give me a treat. I'll learn. I'll use the <laughs> pigs are smart animals. My, my last read my last message. To him. Well, you're, you're DMing him. All right, these yeah. are DMs with my best friend Hank. Sorry, couple other questions. God, is he messy? Require a lot of cleanup with poop and food. <laughs> poop and food. Also, does he cuddle? Sleep in your bed or have his own bed. Please, Miles, uh, Miles, tell me what time that was set. <laughs> that was set at 10 in the morning. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You woke up and you're like, Hank, uh, I gotta know. Did like you, you dream were, of him? You were feeling lonely in your bed. You're like, I wish I had a pig to cuddle no, with. I was right already now. at work at that point. <laughs> exactly what I was, was already at work at that point. <laughs> I used to imagine Chris, he wakes up, it's like 8.45, and he's like, laying in bed, he's like, I'm going to message him. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> I don't want to seem needy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so cute. He's the first one you think of when you wake up. You up? See how Hank. 10 a.m. <laughs> 10 a.m. You're messaging this big Instagram account. Asking for life advice. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> What, what was it the weekend? What, what day was that that you messaged? That, that, that was today. Was, <laughs> that was today. Well, so I, I had a com <laughs> I had a conversation with him this weekend, and that was my like while it was like follow up question. <laughs> Chris manages a lot of projects. I'm sure somebody was like, Chris got a question. Like, Hold on. <laughs> it, okay, dirt or other stuff. If <laughs> if you had if you had the ability to own any animal, and it would be it would be unbelievably loyal and faithful. What animal? Probably sloth or quokka. <laughs> or what? Quokka. Quokka. What is a cool. Whoa, what's a quokka? From Australia, dude. The yeah, little, that didn't answer the fucking the question. You just told me where it lives. You know, <laughs> he, he, Chris took a very popular selfie with a quokka. It's like the cute little. It's like a. Okay, if you took a Look. kangaroo and shrunk it down to a mouth. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I love it. It's like a big mouse that smiles yeah. and is fat. That's it. We, oh, have, like we, a, we have a picture up. It's like yeah. a, a mouse got combined with a teddy bear. Yeah. Like not an actual bear, a teddy bear. Yeah. Oh, look at that fucking picture! It's a good picture. Oh, Chris! Send, send that to Fuck the, pigs! Get the quokka, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good, that's a good answer. Yeah, What's yeah. the lifespan on those guys, though? I don't know. I, yeah. I like cats. I'm totally fine with cats. Out of any animal in the world. Man, not even a big cat? You wouldn't want, like, a this. cheetah? Could you get, like... I'm not gonna make the easy puma joke Like a late. friend? Like, it's a friendly, nice animal? It'll do whatever, yeah. it'll, it'll, it's like the most loyal dog you've ever owned. Quokka, five to ten years. That's silverback gorilla. I mean, that's, oh, that'd be that's so a cool! Good one. That, that's mean, a fucking good one, dude. Uber would never pick us up. They would <laughs> look at that. Look at that thing. That's awesome. No, that's what you do. No, you hail you hail the Uber with the like silverback hanging around a behind the corner, is not and you fit get in the back. No, no, no of, like, but here's the He'll they'll make it fit. No, you good. make sure you only get convertibles yeah. or Uber XL. Yeah, like, yeah, the Uber XL. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Can, can you put the seat down? But be cool. Gorilla just rip them out. <laughs> no shit, dude. I, I, yeah, I would do that. Nobody would fuck with you. You're walking around with a silver. Absolutely gorilla. not. Those things are awesome. You could ride him too. Fuck that. He'll carry you. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Wait. So would you be the master then at that point, or? Uh, it's a mentality thing. So yeah, no, I think Bernie what? could still be the master of the silverback gorilla. <laughs> just roll with it, man. No, we're friends. We're just hanging out. <laughs> it's loyal. <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's a symbiotic cool, relationship. Cool. Friends carry friends. You know, I give them the drink. I give them the the, the termites yeah. that they. What are they? I don't know what they. Eat. No, yeah, termites. <laughs> Leaves and termites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're asking termites. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> you're be like, you gotta keep like termites in your pocket all the time. <laughs> 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 
What's that? Well, you gotta come up with names. I even tell me his name. I'm not gonna name a gorilla. He's got <laughs> his. Love, he, he comes with his own. His name, name is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you he, wouldn't question it though. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, nice to meet you. For a long time, the podcast was a running joke that I I felt like I could fight any animal and, oh, and survive. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna win. Like I'm not saying I could kill a bear or a grizzly bear, but I could fight a grizzly bear and I'd survive. Fuck it. Um, What's that the mean? The one the one that gets close to the edge though for me is a silverback gorilla. Like that's that, just, that's where you draw the line. That, that, well, that yeah. fight is over in about 0. 0.25 seconds. <laughs> yeah, there's not much. There's not much that I could do to a silverback. You could get its eyes. No. Yeah, see, I'm like Chris. You follow my logic. No, it's gonna rip no. your face off. I go like this before you even get to that. That's like being in a fight and being like, when that guy goes to punch me, though, I'm gonna duck. He'll never see it coming. You're not. No, it's gonna fuck your shit, dude. Now you wake up in the hospital. Like, yeah. No, you don't wake up from that ever. <laughs> you never wake no, up from, from the, the silverback gorilla. You don't wake up. <laughs> Sometimes people get their faces ripped off. Yes, or their <sighs> genitals ripped off. Mm -hmm. No. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes. That's that they do that. That mm -hmm. happened to a dude. He was like went to go visit a friend who had. Um, like a private zoo, and he had a clutch of baboons. Is that what is that it's called? Can we look I don't it up, guys, please? What's, a, what's a group of baboons <laughs> called? Group of baboons. Gang. And I think the they were I think they were baboons, and they they ripped his face off and tore off his genitals. Can you? Oh, the two most important things. It was it was an act of Congress that removed that man's genitals. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, I was walking down a path, and Congress showed up and tore my dick off. <laughs> his face and his dick. Yeah, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I would, like... At that point, you got nothing. Like, I if might, you're ugly, I you could still be, like, hung like a horse. At least you got that going for you. Do they reattach? I don't know. I don't know, Chris. Ugh. I don't know what to tell you. Was, That's why I'm getting it, it a pig. Was, it, it was a tragedy. <laughs> pig will never do that to you. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Ever, did you ever go to Ocarina Springs before it closed? No. Wait, it closed? Didn't it close? Oh, oh they, they, the I guess, circus closed. Yeah, they reopened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they used to have a swimming pig. Yeah! Yeah. And you could go Wilbur. and... Nope. What was it called? No, it was uh, Ralph. Ralph, Ralph, Ralph yeah. the swimming pig. Mm. They'd have to like it was always piranha there. A young pig because uh, older pigs can't swim because they get so fat that their hooves start cutting themselves when they try to paddle. Oh, that Aww. makes me sad. No, it's fine. Why? Because they don't the, make it swim. Yeah, they just don't let it swim. Yeah, but that means that one had to find out. No, <laughs> one had to sure. hurt itself to find out. You know, there's a documentary about Ralph the swimming pig. Get the fuck out. This is the kind of shit people would show up and. Give money to get tickets to go see this. This is before yeah. the internet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. It was the America's Funniest Home Videos of live entertainment. People were so fucking bored, dude, without the internet. They were so bored. There's, you know how much time there is in a day? <laughs> There's so much time. You just run out of shit to do with no internet. Now it's like every five seconds you're like, oh, what, uh, Twitter. Uh, There's not enough time. You yeah. go in that little loop between Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat. Oh, it's horrifying. And, and you just keep going back. Keep going back. Keep going back. I uh, didn't have that. I got to go scuba diving in that area. Oh, really? Yeah, I uh, I got scuba. <laughs> I didn't certified. realize there was scuba diving so, in San Marcos. So, so Ocarina Springs it got closed down because they well, this could be one of the reasons it got closed down. But yeah, the, the circle certification. The the cir <laughs> the, the circus uh, got closed down. They they discovered a bunch of endangered species that were there's this endangered. What? No, hear me out. There's this endangered species of salamander that lives down underground that the spring would shoot up into like the Ocarina Springs general area, and they're like, oh fuck, hmm. we can't kill these things. They're blind and could die easily. So, uh, and I'm, I'm, I also don't know, maybe when the internet showed up, people just weren't into Ralph anymore, but no, the circus shut down, but they keep that area roped off and open for divers. And that was where, uh, when I got certified, I got to do a dive. It's freaky, man, because it's like, I know it's all fake, but there's like a giant clam and a sunken ship, and <laughs> I don't know, man, it, it ooged me out. It was really cool, though. I've, I've, so I didn't know you were certified in scuba diving. Mm -hmm. I, I want to get recertified because I don't remember shit other than don't go up too fast or your head will explode. 
Yeah, but, um, we know somebody. Uh, I don't know if I should say since it's a medical thing, but we know somebody who got the bends. Oof. And that's Oof. that's uh, she came up too quickly. Actually, she was brought. If I I'm telling somebody else's story, but she was brought up too quickly. She was part of a rescue exercise, mm. and uh, the bends is when you, the pressure gets relieved too quickly, and I think believe nitrogen so, bubbles up in your bloodstream. It's and it hurts like hell. So might, I mean, you can die from it. Yeah. It's, it's when nitrogen it gets like pressure. It, it the pressure allows it to be able to get up into your brain. Yes, and then as you start to ascend, if you ascend too quickly, it's going to essentially. Um, um, Take up more space, I guess, and not be able. If you go up slowly, it'll slowly start to go back down and then fill back out to its normal capacity. God, I'm using words poorly. But yeah, if you go up too quickly, it's just going to expand in your brain and it can really fuck you up. I think they discovered it while building some sort of underwater tunnel or something somewhere. And people, divers were coming up for their lunch, or not divers, but workers were coming up for their lunch break and just not being great. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if there's a connection here. Oh. Pressure's a weird thing. We've talked on the podcast before about pressure Delta accidents. P. Delta P accidents, yeah. yeah. I think what you're talking about is actually really interesting. Like, uh, I heard about this also. I think uh, I, I saw something about the building of the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm. And I used to always wonder, like, you look at an old bridge like that, mm -hmm. like, how did they connect the structure of the bridge to the riverbed? I always wonder that. And what they would do is they'd put down, like, a giant bell or a big structure, get all the, and then shoot compressed air into it to make it really high pressure so that all the water gets jettisoned out then okay. the workers would go down and work in there really and then that's i think that's what you're talking about it was really high pressure in there at the bottom because of all the all the air being pumped in the everything that when <laughs> they'd have to be they'd have to slowly leave otherwise they would get the bends coming out of there mm. yeah, i'm sure we got a lot of that stuff wrong so just let us know politely in the comments <laughs> hashtag <laughs> rt podcast for all the first members out there watching live yeah wink uh speaking of training exercises gone wrong <laughs> Fucking what a segue. <laughs> Did you see uh, that headline about that Florida police officer who shot a woman by a accident? Librarian. I did a see that. I did see that. Where, yeah, they were doing some house gun safety exercise mm. and he shot her with a gun. He killed her. <laughs> and they said, No, she died? Yeah, she, she died. died. They, oh my they God. Said he didn't have blanks loaded in the gun, he had live ammunition. It's like, what safety course are you taking a real gun and firing blanks at You're not supposed to fire blanks at a person anyway. Period. Fuck, fuck you up. Right. Period. There's like so many things that I don't go know. wrong to get to that point. And I can't get to the bottom of these articles. Is what's <sighs> the fucking best case scenario here? That a cop is firing blanks at people? That's not supposed he, to happen ever. He brought his personal weapon in no. for that exercise, and that's no. what it was. And we were, like, even when you're on set with a fake prop gun, yeah. there's like, Security and protocols for that. Yes, where you show that it's a prop. You're like, look, it is empty. It is a prop. It is a toy. This is it. This is the gun we are using. We Even are if it's like now. rubber, right? We, we yeah. did we, when we did the uh, the live action red versus blue thing on the set of um, Ford Unto Dawn. We were super excited because they had like the Halo pistol, the Halo assault rifle. That prop master was like, "This pretend this is a fucking gun. No, you don't get to touch it. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, for good reason. Guns scare the shit out of me. I don't yeah. like." I, I don't know. That's I, I've gone. I, I like went hunting with my dad. I've I've been to shooting ranges. I don't want that kind of responsibility <laughs> in my hands I, I at all. I don't like guns. Ugh. I like swords and like yeah. Daggers. <laughs> I like swords and Pigs. people like swords. I always do that in a scene when I have a scene with somebody and I have a rubber gun and they hand it to me. I always walk up to the person I'm going to be pointing it at and say, "Here, do you want to look at it?" Mm -hmm. That's really cool. That's smart. They, they look that's, it over and everything. That's, yeah, that's that's not. That's I good. mean, it's like that's what. It's accidents, you know, yeah. and it seems like every so often there's somebody who doesn't realize that a blank is a very dangerous thing too And it's always somebody who like puts it in their <sighs> head and goes hey check this out bang yeah, and then, then that, yeah. that, yeah. Was it a TV show? Airwolf? Was Airwolf? What was the the show where the, the lead actor on it shot himself in the head? 
Oh, right. <gasps> no, I don't think it was Airwolf. With a, no, it wasn't Airwolf. Uh, Patrick, is Patrick here? Does he remember? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember either. Patrick doesn't remember, but his lead actor shoots. I mean, that's how uh, that's Brandon movie. Lee died, right? The um, Brandon Lee died in a, I think, I think in a, he was shot with a blank at close range. Uh, no, yeah. what happened was I think there was a. Is he the guy from the uh, the, the crow? Yeah, he there shot was, himself in the CBS television series Cover Up. Mm. So on on there was like a blank and a bullet or something, and they got like it shot the shrapnel out or something. Uh, I don't know. No bad. Oh, so so oh the Brandon <laughs> Lee thing. As I understand it, they had guns that would fire blanks. Yeah, and there was a misfire, or they were they used live ammunition on it earlier in the day, and there was a misfire, and the bullet lodged in the barrel. So the next time a blank came in, it was loaded mm -hmm. properly, but it had this, this it had a bullet in the uh, or some kind of debris in the barrel of the gun from a misfire previous. Mm. When the next thing fired, it fired that out, and that's what hit him. That's some fucking yeah. hitman blood money shit. Jesus yeah, Christ, dude, that's dude. Uh, you know that's un damn. unbelievably unfortunate. Do you do you have like a weapon at your house? <laughs> I do. I have the master I sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have weapons. Gus is probably like Absolutely. Yeah, Gus I, is loaded. For everybody listening, I have active landmines around my perimeters at all times. <laughs> no, so. I, no. Claymore. Seriously. <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's I think in Texas it just seems normal to have a weapon. I feel, well, now now I feel like I should. I don't have a I know, Only I know a bunch if of people you're do. comfortable with it yeah, and no. you've gone through appropriate yeah. training. Oh, of course. I, of course. I got swords and a baseball that's what bat. I, that, see, that's what I got. I got like a sword. I've got a sword and a baseball bat. <laughs> I yeah, knew the sword I got because I just thought it was cool. I knew someone bat. who would carry around a baseball bat in his trunk, uh, but he said that if he carried just the bat, he thought if the police ever pulled him over that it would look suspicious like he was carrying just a weapon around. Yeah. Did he carry so a glove and a ball? He carried <laughs> like, a, like a bag full of baseball equipment. With he the he kept a, a little league kid stuffed in the trunk. So. <laughs> the bat was always like readily available in his trunk, and all the wow. other shit was in there too. That way, it just looked like yeah, yeah. He, he was gonna go play baseball or softball or whatever. <laughs> I got creeped out the other night, so I like put my sword by my bed. <laughs> okay. Don't buy, don't buy a gun. No wait. Okay. Don't buy a gun. Don't, don't, don't buy a gun. What creeped you out to the point where you felt like you needed to uh, arm yourself with medieval weaponry? I just, I just guys, know. can I ask you a question? Hmm. Do you ever do you ever do drills where you see how fast you can get to your gun? No. You never do that? Nope. That seems like something you would do. I would not do that. Do you do yeah. that? I'm not going to handle it unnecessarily. I don't, I no, I don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah. No. I think the last time I handled the gun was showed it to the kids and uh, talked to them about it, talked about gun safety, and then racked it. And it, they, that scared the shit out of them. Just mm -hmm. that noise of it racking. It's scary. Scared the shit out my, of them. So my father uh, was in law enforcement, so he started like getting me acclimated to firearms at a really young age. Right. Uh, I think I fired my first gun with his help, obviously, when I was five. And I was given my first gun as a present on my ninth birthday. Whoa. But he always demystified guns for me. It was always That's what I tried available. And he said, if you ever want to see them or if you ever want to look at them or touch them, let me know. Right. I could always do it with him. And so it was, and he would take me out regularly That's to cool. shoot and train me and teach me about the proper way to use firearms so that uh, it was never like a mysterious thing I would do behind his back or. Yeah. You know, try to try to do it in in an unsafe way. That's yep. Because cool. yeah. if you know if kids are curious, they'll go look for it, and that's when trouble happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or you know, when you try to defend your home with a <laughs> yeah. sword. I think so. It, like, it, well, to be fair, it it's like when the robber it, goes home. His wife's like, "How was your day, honey?" It's like, so it's I shot a dude with a sword today. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there's always like this hypothetical discussion on Reddit that drives me crazy. It's always like. People who sleep naked, what's your plan if someone breaks into your house? It's like, I don't give a fuck 
if I'm naked or I'm wearing clothes and someone breaks into my house, it makes zero difference to me at all. You're better all. off naked, you freak people out. Yeah. yeah. Scare more, tactics. You got the advantage now. Right, it's not like wearing fucking underwear is gonna protect my balls more or anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just a, like a weird line of reasoning That's to really me. Weird. Even if you're unarmed, they'll see you're packing. And then yeah. They'll, they'll yeah. Get the well, me, they come in my bedroom. I'm sleeping with a shotgun and a silverback gorilla. Right now, <laughs> so they're fucked no matter what. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna turn around and walk out. You, you never said what animal would you on? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. I, like, I, 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 I would say silverback, but he said it. That's such a good one. No, don't. Think, you don't have to be I, like that. The, the other one I would pick uh, would be probably like some kind of bird of prey, like a hawk. <laughs> then you could tell it like. Go, uh, go get me some. I don't know. Go get me something from the store. Like it'll wait and then like dive in, <laughs> get like corn nuts and then fucking fly out. No, or it brings you a chihuahua. No, I think take the good with the bad. <laughs> Can you hear this? You take the good with the bad. Like I, I like birds of prey. I think they're really cool. Uh, like hawks, mm. eagles, owls. Owls are cool. Owls are fucking owls are pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Although I, they're I weird. Have you seen the uh, what an owl looks like with no feathers? Yeah, it's they're weird and curvy. Uh, have you seen like like the owl skeleton? Is that what you're saying? No, I was gonna say, have you seen a bear without fur? Fucking oh. horrifying. Oh, there's a, a bear that had alopecia or something that had no <laughs> fur. It's really weird. It looks like a giant dog It looks like hedgehog. a Fallout 3 radioactive creature. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What do they call those? Yug- uh, uh, Yugwai. Yugwai? Yugwai. I think so. I almost said Yaoi. That's no, anime that's totally boy different. love. <laughs> so you like you like the Automatron DLC for Fallout 4? Automatron. Where you build all the robots and shit? Yeah, I like that one a lot. See, I I, I just I'm playing Far Harbor, which by the way, sometimes I like the DLC is like enormous mm-hmm. and expansive. And then sometimes I'm like, this is too big. Far Harbor's but pretty big. Far Harbor's freaking huge. I'm like, enough with this quest chain. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I don't give a shit about this Android hey, anymore. Did you uh finish Zero Dawn? I saw your tweet about Zero Dawn. Everybody was going ape shit over Link, the Zelda game. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn is incredible. I think both can I, be great. I might like, like Zero Dawn more than Breath of the Wild. No, Holy shit! I'm, I gotta play that. I'm, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm just saying nobody. I feel like nobody I knew played it because everyone was playing Zelda. Yeah. The, People the, should like whatever they like. The no, one yeah. problem I have with it Where's compared to Zelda. Give him the. Oh, I got you, bud. It's nice. Uh, I did not like going from going from Zelda where you can climb on anything. Mm. And just get traverse mm-hmm. the map in Zero Dawn. Sometimes you'll encounter like obstacles that are like this high, and you can't jump over it. Yeah, like come on, I should be able to climb over sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. So that's my only real complaint. I think the gameplay is amazing. I think the story is really well done. I had like this super Story's deep great. moment in in the story. Like damn, Story's where great. like listening. Like I normally eh, kind of half read, half listen when there's collectibles like that. I listen to everything. I read everything, and it was like a really emotional moment. Like listening to like these stories and these journals, and mm-hmm. I was like. Man, this is really fucking heavy. What's going on right here? Yeah, you can go super deep in that game with the story. Um, it's kind of like when remember when Destiny came out, and people said it had no story, and it was just the way you access the story was horrible. You a just little had to more read grimoire, cards. a little more difficult. So yeah. it got, it went super deep, but you just had to go find it. I, this is this has the best of both worlds. You have a really great, I think, campaign story, but then the world building stuff is is presented with journals and things like that, and audio logs. Yeah. I felt that way about the original Bioshock. I thought the original Bioshock had the perfect balance of story that you need to know being presented to you and additional world building stuff that you are able to find and collect through the audio logs. I, Fuck, it was, ugh. I guess I will say that about Breath of the Wild is it's, because it's a Zelda game, the, the story kind of is like, I know what the story is. Right, still you though, kind I mean, of, the, the, you're, you're not going to get the sort of stuff that I'm assuming you're talking about where, where you can find out about individual people and right. exactly what happened yeah, when, but... You're, you're, cause I mean, obviously it's not a spoiler, but the game is set like in the future of Earth. Right. You don't know what happened to like right. civilization, but you're following like certain people. So you're like, oh, 
It, you know, like that's, that's that person's log or, oh, it's that person's story. And you kind of get attached to them. And in the end, you know, like that was way in the past. They're all mm -hmm. obviously long dead. Right. So you're just like following them, you know, figuring you out. You know what happened to them. Do right. they make it's it like, out? Do they have a good ending? Or right. Did it like when, suck? from the time they realize that everything's kind of going wrong to the time where like, that's it. I got to play this game. It's, I mean, honestly, I, I, I don't know about you, Gus, but there were times when I was playing the game and I thought, this seems like a really good Halo game. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it just the way it's presented and everything. It was just, I man, I really enjoyed. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, like no, the wait, colleges you, almost being like forerunner yep. structures where exactly you go right. in and, and explore. Then, like, you're investigating this long dead technology and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, but it just went even deeper with it. No, we have a connection to the people that are the forerunners in that. Mm -hmm. It makes more sense to us, and, and it's a really cool connection. And it, it's it's also weird because like the, when you're accessing old technology, like it'll use computer or technological terms, but there are more primitive tribes. So like. Like they don't understand everything. They're like, oh, wow. like you know, a computer might say like corrupted registry, you know, repair, mm -hmm. and the the tribes person's like, okay, I need to fix a corruption somewhere. There's like an evil that I need to fix. So it's like you know, going out and like kind of misconstruing words and you know, reading more into stuff than really is there. Hmm. It's uh, it's interesting. But I would highly recommend it. I had they a fucking great... knocked it out of the park. First yeah. game, including Last of Us, which I love. Uh, it's the first PS4 game or PlayStation game that I've ever gotten a platinum in. Mm. Was uh, Horizon. Yeah, I Still think I'm gonna I'm that. gonna platinum this one. I'm absolutely even once I'm on the last mission now. Once I'm done with this, I'm gonna go back. I love the way that they have handled uh, collectibles in recent games. It used to be way more difficult to do collectibles, like Crackdown. I look back at oh, that. God. No way anybody would get 500 orbs in Crackdown. They're just not gonna do it. No way. 300 green orbs and 200 hidden orbs or whatever the fuck that was. But thank God, because otherwise we wouldn't have Michael Jones. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> otherwise we wouldn't have Michael. We would never age quit. Fuck, that's a weird thing to think about. If they just didn't handle. Oh, that that sets you down this whole weird domino. It does. Hole. Gavin does this go, all the time. You can't do that. Gavin like tries. It, it, so this is what blows my mind. It's like say, okay, if if Michael never made the crackdown video, he would have never come to work at Rushi. We wouldn't have a lot of things probably that we have today. But what makes me wonder is like, who don't we have? Who did we oh, miss? Right. right? That was that would have come here, or we would have yeah. met and would have been in our lives. That you know. Hey, thanks to Crackdown's sh shitty collectibles, a new human life is about to be brought into this world. That's fucking weird. It's weird to think about that. Yeah. Oh, that's some. This is heavy shit. I love to be a wingman, so it's always like I think about that when people get married. That I know that I introduce them and then they have a kid. It's like, yeah. <laughs> is it that kid owes me like ten percent of their lifetime income? Isn't that in like? Wasn't that on the website at some point? Mm -hmm. Like. Uh, if community members have, if community members have uh, children, they we get ten percent of that kid's income lifetime. <laughs> you you agreed to it, and it's in the fucking in the, fine print. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I, agreed I, to don't, I don't know service. if that survived. That might be one of the things that full screen legal pulled out. When <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did that, wah, wah. but uh, hey, it's weird because we ran into that all the time, like at conventions where people yeah. that was met. That was really weird at the first few times that we encountered that. We'd be like, oh, you know, we met, we're dating. Then you'd see him like the next year at you know a comic con or whatever. Oh. We're married. Here's our kid. Here's our like, kid. What? I'm yeah. so. I'm, I feel like I'm just now at the place in my life where the, like, the idea of making a person is hitting me. Yeah. Oh, please don't. No, 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 no. I'm not saying I'm. I, I don't want to have. I'm not. Get a pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's like a weird thing. I was. I, just looking at like Lindsay posting like progress. Chris, photos. who is the lucky lady? Who will you be knocking up? <laughs> Do we my, know her? my best friend Hank. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you become the big master. Oh, oh god. god. 
but it's it's just a weird thing. It's like a like I don't know, like a parasite that's growing and it's, I don't know, it's creeps me no, out. No, please but it's parasite. Go ahead. It is. That's it what is, it is. No, it's yeah, I don't it agree is. With that. It is. And it, it's like a little thing that gets planted inside of you and it grows and takes up your Yeah. Your, it's like aliens. Food. Yeah, it and is. then and then it bursts out of you mm-hmm. like aliens. Yeah. Except for it doesn't come out the stomach, it comes out like it's just as gross. He, he wouldn't even say it. He wouldn't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot have a kid. He can't Miracle say it. Miracle of life, and he can't say the words. Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> Congrats, dude. You can get a pig now, Chris. <laughs> that was the test. You know, you don't go in through the stomach to make it either, just so you know. Just in case that comes up later. Not for lack of trying. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to have a kid now? No, no, no. But you're thinking about it. You're no, 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 it's no, finally no, on no, the no, radar no. somewhere. You're making the turn. It, How old are you now? May I ask? I'm 30. So you're 30. That's you're 30. That seems like a time to oh, think that's about. That's weird. It. Miles turned 27 today, Gus. Wow, you're so old now. I think that was the age you were when we started Rooster. I was right? 25. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Gus I always seemed like the baby of the group. Yeah. How old are you now? Can I ask? How old are you? Um, uh, 39. You just turned 39. Yeah. When you turn 40, it's gonna be a fucking nightmare. What? When you turn 40 next year, it's gonna be a nightmare. Why? I don't know. First of all, Gavin will do what he did to me. Was he called me on the phone and he said, I can't be friends with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he actually made that phone call on my birthday. He said, I can't be friends with a 40-year-old person. I just can't do that. <laughs> like, eh, it's all numbers. It's all the same. It's all relative. Yeah. And it's also how you act. You you don't act like a 30-year-old. And I mean that as a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're wearing a, a shirt with a, <laughs> a disaster. Hey, you know people you died in that. <laughs> and a sloth hugging it. It was 36 people, by the way. I looked it up. That's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, in the big scheme of things, like... It, Thirty. That's yeah. It was thirty-five on the Zeppelin and one. Uh, on the on one guy going, "Fuck, that looks rad." And then <laughs> was it hydrogen? Uh, yeah. Good lord, how did they think that was not going to go wrong? What ignited it? I don't know. I mean, it's anything like a, a, a when it's. I mean, a you're big right. Bomb. Anything. Yeah, static. Yeah, it might opener. have been static or something. Static. Probably, I bet it was static. Somebody didn't oh, turn off sorry. their cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got to turn off your cell phone airplanes in, in 1908. Let or me uh, read this here. I want to remind everyone: this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Blue Apron. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. For less than ten dollars per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Choose from a variety of new recipes each week, or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Uh, some upcoming meals include spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza, Parmesan-crusted chicken, sweet and sour salmon with fried rice. Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook, or they'll make it right. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options, so you can choose what fits your need, and there's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Uh, check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to cook incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I got to say, this is not this is not extra bonus ad thing, but I started doing Blue Apron. I fucking love it. It's awesome. I used to cook all the time. I only know how to cook horribly unhealthy things, though. Delicious. Bad for you. So uh, the thing I love most about it is that I'm I'm trying things that I never would have tried. I was yeah. like, oh, cod and potato stew. That sounds shitty, but I guess I'm eating it this week. It's my new favorite thing. I it's dis- awesome. I discovered one of my favorite like ingredients to eat because of Blue Apron. Hold I on. Had- is it hoisin sauce? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was uh, celeriac, celery root. 
Yeah. It's like I did something once where like they sent me like some celeriac. I was like, what the fuck is this? You like you have to like dice it up into like little matchsticks and like pickle it. I was right. like, this shit's delicious. <laughs> anytime I see it, in the, anytime I see it now, I always buy it. I'll always, I'll always eat any dish I see it on the menu if it's got celery root. I feel like I didn't eat cilantro until I was like 25, and I fucking what? love cilantro. I love any, so I, man. But there are is people it, who hate cilantro. There's it? people right now watching the podcast who are like, I hate everyone on that podcast. Cilantro is the worst. That's what I, is it? The, uh, the it's urban a genetic thing where it's like 10% or 20% of the population. Yeah. It tastes like soap, soap or something. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, um, stupid. One of the reasons I bring this up is because, Chris, you've been doing some cooking lately. I cook sometimes. Yeah, what? Uh, you you Snapchatted about something that you cooked. I cooked egg and bean. Oh, God, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Egg I and remember. Bean. I remember. I saw the initial tweet. I love your picture. Of just like photos egg, of, it? of egg yes. and bean on it. I was like, oh, that actually. I, look, I know it looks sad, but I'm sure it tastes good. But then I saw the end result, and it <laughs> well, just looked like shit. So I like. I was like, I'm gonna make an omelet type thing. So I cracked some <laughs> eggs, and I was like, kind of stirring it around. I'm like, oh, I should put beans in it. <laughs> of course. So I just like. You you really go willy nilly with this thing, huh? You wait for the thirty seconds to be counting down for you to start deciding what ingredients you're gonna put in your yeah, omelet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And well, I, so I, mean, I like if you're making an omelet, Miles. Bean is the classic ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> in omelet. I opened a can of omelet. I opened a can of bean. It's a Boston a can omelet. Of bean. I, I, yeah, no. <laughs> <A can of laughs> <bean>. <laughs> Keep going. Opened a can of bean and I like drained. I didn't drain it enough. That was part of my problem. Yeah, that was it. If you drained it, and then I he drained bean. It would have been great. So here's the deal: is my my issue was. My, I was like, okay, I'm gonna make. Uh, what do you call those things when you put hash, like, b potato hash like, brown? You just said it. Hash, hash brown. Hash. It's like a. They have a 24 diner where it's like potato and it's, it's just a medley. Hash. It's a medley. Oh, okay, hash. Yeah. It's, it's a medley. medley. No, guys. And I was it's like, I didn't medley. have potato, so I was like, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do bean. And I dumped <laughs> the bean a, in. A potato free hash. And then there was a bunch of juice in the beans, and so I just started mixing. <laughs> Uh, with, this, with the egg? Keep yeah. fast forwarding. That's not the best one. Yeah, oh, that's how it started. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a fine picture. Yeah, yeah. And then I just kept stirring it. It became this like, it turned gray. Yeah, it did. But then the egg disappeared for a while and then it reappeared. <laughs> what, is that? What, do you, what do you mean the egg disappeared? It, I think it merged Here, with the juice. Here's the new thing we should do, Gus. We should go to a restaurant and try to order food that Chris makes at home. <laughs> yeah. I, I will have the bean omelet. And the fish with ranch. What I said after that was, you know, Esther and I do those uh, live streams where we eat food on the Receipt's Facebook page. How did you get that job, by the way? I just said I want to do it. I want that I job. Started doing it. And uh, I, after we saw that, I showed it to Esther. I said, Chris, we got to do an episode where you make all of the food for us, and you've got, but you've got to eat the food with us. Like, I, I want to make sure I you're not making it. gross stuff. Right. I eat it. We, we got like, we got to do that. Chris yeah. Damaris, Ugh. Master Chef. I want to try Chris's fish. It's good. I'm like, well, what's with your fish? It's just like, you know. Fish. It's just the way he makes it. There's a whole RTA about it. You gotta watch it. RTA. Yeah. 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 Swordfish. Maybe I have seen that. Yeah. This is like dressing. I just put dressing on it. You know. It's, well. I wish I could have you explain everything to me, Chris. No, no. no. The, I swear to God, that makes sense. It's like all the flavors yeah, mixed yeah. into one. Yeah, yeah. But when I ask how you make something, I would hope that if it involves dressing, you would tell me what kind of dressing and perhaps no, how no, much. that's not the point. You're me. It's like you saw you read a recipe one time that said add a pinch of salt, and you went, "Oh, I can just be vague with this shit." <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's like you, you're talking to someone who waits till the egg is on the. You're heat right. No, you're right. Start making you're an right. omelet. You're right. Uh, that <laughs> that that RTAA is done well. It's almost at 1.4 million views. Anything with you, any RTAA with you, any of those fucking gold. You just have this wonderful way of, so, of speaking, Chris. The the audience uh, did a really fun thing where they went to the only slow mo guys video that was under a million views, 
and they were they were watching it again and again to get it above a million views. Mm-hmm. It was only like twenty thousand away. Um, I think on Rooster Teeth, the only su- the, the the only series that has over a million views for every episode, I think, is RTA. I think so. Probably. A- and I mean, Red versus Blue probably does, but it takes a while now for those mm-hmm. episodes to get up to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closest though was is MDB. Before this season of MDB came out. Um, every episode had a million views except for one. It was the crunch time one. It was me and uh, Nick Rutherford and Kirk Johnson. Mm. And it's just, you know, not not traditional Rooster Teeth right, uh, right. talent. But it was close. It was like 960 as well. So I was like, damn. We went great if they got to a million views like before the next season came out. The uh, Did you guys, have you seen any of the MDBs yet this season? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one in Australia was great. I really oh, liked that it one a lot. Was, yeah, that was great. The audience came with like great suggestions. The, the, um, Velociraptor one, the raptor legs. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. That was <laughs> Blaine really embraced that one too. It's been fun seeing like the stuff we're putting out. Like I don't know if, if people out there are watching the new season of Red versus Blue, but Joe Nicolosi's fucking killing it. Yeah, it's like great. The, the the episode that just went out, episode four, is one of my favorites. That I haven't watched four yet, so I'm not I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Which one <laughs> this might be like the best season of Red versus Blue for press coverage too in a long time. No kidding. They've been <laughs> people have been reporting on that nonstop. It, yeah, there was that uh, Wired article over the weekend. Yeah. I know that talked about it, but yeah, it's it's been really good to see. Don't search me in chorus last night. Or... Okay. Well, right. Although I got to say that Wired made gave us the best headline we've ever had as a company, which was it's season ten of Red versus Blue. Uh, Wired wrote how Rooster Teeth won the internet yeah. with Red versus Blue, and I was like, that's fucking, I'm, that's going on the wall for sure. Take you know? that, the Onion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Live you journal. want a Webby? We won the internet. You can't take that away <laughs> from it, us. Suck it, Numa Numa kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I liked. Uh, we did that Founders episode of uh, of MDB. That was fun. That was a good. No, that was a fun one. That was pur- a fun one. Purple cars. It was fun to be in something with <sighs> no with you and Matt. You know, I, that doesn't happen very often anymore. It was a cool bar where we filmed that. Yeah. I said I said it was nice to work with Gus. He's like, yeah, the bar was cool. <laughs> you, already said you, already said, you already said that part. Thank you. You already covered that. Yeah, I'm, clearly. I'm talking other stuff. <laughs> Could you say I agree? I, I agree. There you go. Thank yes, you. you're so good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we? Have we? Are we at 20 years yet? Uh, what is this? Me and you? No, 19. What are you gonna do for the big 2-0? Uh, I'm gonna go somewhere. February and next year will be 20. What's that? February of next year will be twenty. February twenty eighteen. Well, we, you and I have worked together for twenty years. Yeah, Damn. I think like early in February, like February second or third. Ugh. Yeah. You, I, my, did you, you? I guess you had to work with me before you worked with Jeff. Yes, Jeff He's, didn't move here till ni- Jan- like January ninety nine. Yeah. And I worked with Matt in college and Joel. I pretty much I worked with Matt a little bit before I met Joel. Joel was Matt's friend. And I'm sticking to that. <laughs> 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 but uh, he, uh, yeah. So it's been a long time, but Matt, it's been. 20, yeah, a little bit longer, I, 23 years. I met you time. before I could legally drink. Was it true? Yeah, God, I was that's uh, crazy. I was 19 because I, I hadn't, I was right before my 20th birthday. It's a long time. Yeah, we've had every conversation. We were done, by the way. <laughs> I want to I address something. Uh, occasionally, people will get upset on the podcast because we've been doing this now for how long? How many years? Have uh, we been doing this? Six years, eight, eight years, nine, nine years. This December will be nine, so yeah, a little over eight. And people, pe- people saw that video of the cow counting story that I told. Yeah, yeah. With the Greg Kinnear story. So even Miles like, what are you talking about? I'm trying to remember that. Yeah. yeah. And I told them the same way, apparently four years apart. I told them the same way. I treat, I don't know about you, Gus, but I treat our conversations on the podcast identical to any party that I go to or a bar. I just talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. And even, there'll be times when I'll tell a story that I know I've told before, but I'm talking to someone who's here on the podcast set, 
and they haven't heard the story, like Jessica Negri, and I'll yeah. say, oh, did I, did, does anybody know the story about when I did this? And a lot of times, even in that video that somebody cut those two stories together, that's the first thing I say in that is, uh, do, did I tell the story about the time I got Greg Kinnear fired? And everybody goes, no. And I said, all right, I know I have, but I'll tell the story. But same thing with the party. It's like, I get the reaction that you're a viewer and you watch something and when somebody repeats a story, it seems weird. But if you're at a party and a friend of yours that you've known for five years meets somebody new and tells them a story, you don't go, hey, I know this story. Stop yeah. telling the story. Yeah. Also, I was there both times. It was still a new story to me the second time. I know. I you know right? yeah. That's the thing. It's someone's like, have I told the story? And you're like, I don't think I don't so. Know. And then even, even as the story's being told, you're like... You don't remember every story that's told ever. No. Yeah. No. It's like, I've probably, and I, the people are amazed I told the stories so identically four years apart. I've probably told that story at dinners and parties yeah. probably 5,000 times now. That was when I was a junior in college, I believe. And like, that I did that. Storytelling has an ebb and flow to it. Like, if you, and when you find the, the, the way of telling that story that works, why would you change it? 100% correct. It's like, yeah. I'm always fascinated by stand up comedians. And when they develop material that way, like they go out and they workshop things and they find out what works and the timing of it. And then they go on a Netflix special after mm -hmm. they've, they've been telling those jokes for, you know, six months, a year at that yeah. point. You still got to make it look fresh yeah. every time you tell that story. Delivery to the, is to the audience everything. Is. Yep. Delivery yeah. is everything when you're telling a, someone a story face to face. If you ever want to hear us repeat ourselves, read any fucking press interview with us. <laughs> read like four in a row. The press always reports on the same exact things. Mm -hmm. Always, again and again and again. So... That, that, that's that's where we repeat ourselves. That, that was one of the things I, you told me when I like when I started getting interviewed for stuff. When when Ruby started taking off, you're like, be prepared to tell, give the same answers time and time again because no matter how many people people have heard it, there are still infinitely more that haven't yet and are yeah. going to ask the same questions. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like even here, it's like when I say the Greg Kinnear story, the cow cutting story. I was like, twice apparently, and one person hasn't heard. Well, it. I only uh -huh. saw it because so I saw the post. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt that sometimes a way about like when you go on dates or something where you're like you're yeah. telling a story It's like this, yeah, you dates, get asked the same questions or you you know, whatever and you end up telling the same stories Do, do you have like your five go-to stories in a date or so it's like if there's a lull what's, I no, can tell this about, funny story How about your best? Your how about best? what's your best? Your be oh, your, fuck. Your best? Oh fuck. Best story on I, a date and there's a lull. Oh, I don't Jesus. know. I, I I just try and keep. It's it's just a weird thing. It's like uh, there's opportunity, and I whenever I see an opportunity to tell a funny story, I'll jump mm. at that. Yeah, yeah. But he also gets boring. So then sometimes I'm like, I'm not gonna tell that story again because I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, and this person isn't worth my. Well, no, it's commentary. just like I'll just like more free flow sure. conversation. Yeah, yeah. You don't want it to be too structured because that's that's not yeah. fun. But it does feel sometimes like like mm -hmm. a comedy routine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what mm -hmm. I mean. You're like, oh, I'm gonna go through this bit, and yeah. I know this story works. Like it's exact same kind of ebb, ebb and flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're entertainers. I don't know. It's what we do for better or worse. We I don't, I don't know. Like, usually worse. Usually oh, worse. Probably probably usually I would, worse, I would like, just go the other route when I was dating. I would I would always just try to find as much about the person that I was talking to as I could. Like oh a, no, no, like, no, no. Like oh yeah, that's like probably a better tactic. No, no I. It isn't. It's an interview for sex. I no, I I, I agree with you. The, let me rephrase. If maybe I misspoke. <laughs> but like, if there's ever a lull in a conversation, or like you you need to like pull out something to be like, please know that I'm interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's like those that, interesting like turn that lull into a lull. Oh. Hey, that's like, uh, I can't wait to hear that joke again in four years. <laughs> for, for me, dude, no, for me, there's, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. If you're talking about something passionately, I am just enamored by whatever it is you're saying. Like, yeah. There's nothing more incredibly attractive to me than passion for something. Okay. I pull Hitler videos. Like, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> Miles like, well, he really believes in what he's saying. He's very passionate. What a fucking visionary. 
I think I'm gonna shave. <laughs> oh man, I was uh, totally unrelated, but I was uh, I was traveling this weekend, and I was staying at this hotel out in the middle of nowhere, and I saw maybe the most confusing product of my life. Oh, so, go on. So I walked in, and it's yeah, it's a I don't know, it's kind of like maybe like an extended stay hotel. I walk in, and there's like a, a couch, a bed, TV, coffee maker, refrigerator, microwave. Okay. The microwave's brand was microfridge. Yeah, that freaked me out. Mm. I, I was like, there it is. I was like, does this thing have like a cool setting on it? <laughs> no, it's defrost and cook, microfridge. That's, hmm. I, I, is it uh, because, here's the deal. I bet it's supposed to be attached to a fridge. I, I, that's what people were speculating on Twitter, is that yeah. maybe it was supposed to have been a combo unit and they just removed the fridge. There was a fridge in the room. It didn't say micro fridge or whatever the opposite of a fridge would be. Max oven. Yeah. <laughs> is it, where's your microwave? Is it a freestanding microwave or is it in your wall? It is uh, in an island in the middle of the <laughs> kitchen. Okay. Deserted. Like, so, but it's, it's, it's like a cabinet, right? Yeah. So yeah. I have that too. And when I moved into my current house, one of the first things I noticed was that there was no light in the microwave. Mm. And then after a few weeks, I noticed there was a light. It was burned out. Uh, mm. eh, I'll change the light in it. And I looked at how to do that. You had to pull the microwave out of the wall ah. and like take off the molding and do all that to replace what? the light. And it's like, God damn it, I'm gonna do this. I did it. Like I, I <laughs> went through all of that trouble to then just go bink. And then that was it. And then reassembled that, the wall. That's why that's whoever funny. lived there before never changed dealt it. Dealt with a, a burnout. <laughs> Sometimes, like, have you ever dealt with like some cars you have to replace, like the uh, the turn signals or the headlights? It's like some cars. It's like, oh, I, I'm done in two minutes. Yes. Some cars. It's like, oh, I'm taking apart the fender. I'm yeah. gonna we are sell going to sell this car. In, right. Yeah. We're going in elbow deep to fucking <laughs> replace a tiny light bulb here. Why the fuck do they make it that hard? Sometimes. I remember one time on my ex girlfriend's car in college to replace her alternator. I had to take off four other belts to get to the other. <laughs> I had to take off the AC belt. Everything. It was a Pontiac. I remember very well. I take off all these belts just to get to the fucking alternator. You know, and it was just it was crazy to me. Absolutely Ugh. insane. When I, uh, you, you know, used when I used to own that '64 Chevy pickup that you used to always make fun of. The one thing I loved about it was it was so basic that you could see all of the parts. Yeah. And you could sit in there. Like I had to replace the fuel pump at one point. I just I literally crawled under the hood. I sat in the engine compartment. And we like remove the fuel pump. Like, all right, that's bad. Got yep. a new one. Just put it on there. I don't know anything about cars. Mm. It was like, oh, I think the fuel pump's bad. Let me try replacing that. Bought one for just like a couple of bucks. Go in there, fix it. Took like thirty minutes. O'Reilly or AutoZone. Yeah, yeah. It's like cars were so much easier back then. You like you would push the accelerator, and it was just like a rod that connected up to your carburetor and opened up to let yep. gas into the carburetor. Yeah, that's all it was. It was like, oh, if I you want, do you want to go faster? Here, just turn this screw to let more gas in. And yeah. you could like adjust the f mixture of fuel and air, depending mm. on uh, on what you wanted to do. So so fucking easy, so fucking basic. That's why I never begrudge like younger people who don't know how to work on cars because they're so different now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the I, I grew up with cars. You know, the used cars we had uh, when we were teenagers. Those were cars from like the seventies. Yeah. That's you know that were that were ten years old by the time I was driving in the late eighties and early nineties. So you could you could absolutely work on those all the time, and it wasn't that big a deal, you mm -hmm. know. You had a ratchet set, you could do everything. Now it's Jesus, see, it's damn near impossible. Mm -hmm. That's why I was so excited on the Amazing Race, one of the pit stops or uh, detours, no roadblock. It was a roadblock that we had where we had to change the oil in an Armenian taxi. 
I oh yeah, yeah, destroyed that. <laughs> I destroyed it. Nice. And it was just like, and I, you know, it's of course the older audience. I thought that would endear me to them, but they just hated all the younger people who couldn't figure out <laughs> how to change the oil in a car. It was it, I did it in like ten seconds. Proud of you. They actually gave me a little bit of a kind edit there, because I, I, I did everything to spec, but I guess I was in a rush, so I didn't let the oil drain out completely before I, uh, you know, put the nut back in, and. Uh, and uh, when I went to fill it back up, I, it overfilled. So I had mm. to get back under there and drain some of it uh. out and then fill it back up again and keep checking the dipstick. You know, because now I didn't have the exact amount. Right. So I had to go. But they, they kind of they gave me a nice edit on that. Yeah. I, you know, who gives a shit? I, I still got out of there like 10 times faster than by anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching uh, this season of Amazing Race. And man, this last week, someone mm. had a fucking breakdown trying to make those ladles. Mm-hmm. The, or the, God. I mean, that was, that was hard to watch. I like, like the, the twist they did this season with the strangers. Yeah, it's led to some serious drama. Yeah, they did. No one on the race knew each other at the the first episode. They all like basically picked their partner. Whoa! And now they're going on the race. And so like That's some cool. people, it's like all right, like they fit really well. Some people are like, man, those those two do not fit at all. Shit. And uh, it's just like some people, some people get along, some people don't. Yeah. My favorite's like Ashton Vank. They do not get along. I follow they, we follow going... him on Twitter. We follow each other on Twitter because when I did announce, I like went through and followed the people I thought were, you know. I just, you know, you try to guess who's going to do well mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, like, that's the the epitome of two very different people who argue a lot, but then, like, when it comes time to, like, do something, it's yeah. like, all right, we're going to focus or do this? All right. That's cool. What's his amazing quote that he had when he was navigating? He said, okay, this next intersection, take a 135-degree turn. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what is a 135-degree <laughs> turn? He's a, I think he's a financial analyst, I right? Think so. Is that what he is? So yeah. he's very analytical. Oof. And there was, a, there was a, you should go on the YouTube channel. They did this for our season. I'd never seen it before. They put up so much behind the scenes stuff. Mm. I mean, they just they'll put up a ten minute unedited conversation of those two. They had those two uh, working it out one time of just like, here's why I'm here. Why are you here? Why are you doing this? And they're just and they're going back and forth. They had I forget what the the thing they were doing, but they they were arguing with each other's like uh, rationale for mm. why they wanted mm -hmm. to approach the situation, which happens a lot on that show. Ashley and I were like, we would constantly like second guess ourselves <laughs> and everything else. So. No, it's it was so much fun doing that show, man. Yeah, so just it's a fucking great show. Yeah. Love that show. Yeah, in case you you watched Amazing Race last season, uh, we were they usually do it twice a year. Uh, the show is now at the point where they do it once a year. So I was on season twenty eight. Uh, season twenty nine started airing at the end of March, uh, and if you live in the U.S., it's on CBS, and they moved the show to Thursday nights at ten p.m. nine central. Yeah, it was ten p.m. Really, really weird. That's to a tough time. time slot. That's yeah. a really tough time slot. Although last week they did two episodes. So they started at eight last week. I think Survivor won the week because <laughs> Survivor. That show's been around forever. And I remember did, the first season. Yeah. Like, yeah. My parents, we would we would put in a blank VHS and record it if we knew that we were going to be gone so that we wouldn't miss it. And we it was like it was it was incredible. Like that was the most exciting television I remember as a kid. I, I it was I, pretty nuts. When Survivor wrapped up this season, I actually went back and I rewatched the the final tribal council. And when Sue tells uh, the other one, like, if you were dying in the desert, I would not give you any water to drink. Yeah. Talking about rats and snakes. Talking to Kelly. Yeah, I forgot yeah. how fucking good that first season of Survivor was. Snake and a rat. Yeah. This is the story of a snake and a rat. Yes. Yeah. So fucking good. Yeah. Because she turned on her. Like, they, were, they did right. this thing for voting where they were, they were just going to sit there forever until somebody changed their vote. And also, like, they could not get rid of Kelly because she kept winning... The immunity challenges. Yep. They were trying to get rid of her, but she won like the last three in a row. 
So she was just getting rid of everyone else on the way. Yeah, that first season of Survivor was amazing. It was nobody had seen anything like yeah. that before. The, and I looked up the ratings actually at the time, uh, and it was fucking crazy. Like you think about television ratings nowadays, and I don't know. Like I feel like people would be happy to get like four million, but let me see what the ratings were here. Uh, fine ratings. There, six one. The first episode of Survivor got fifteen and a half million viewers. The finale, and it built from there. The finale got fifty-one point six nine wow. million viewers. But that's that's a different world back then. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah different. Well, that was so. uh, two, does, August two thousand. Does it have a share there? Does it show that there? Let me see what the uh, share was. Uh, yeah, wow. rating share eighteen to forty-nine for the finale was twenty-two point eight. That means that means almost twenty-five percent of all people that were watching TV watched that. Oh my that's God. you're not going to get that today. Like if Walking Dead gets to like eight. Nine million, it's enormous. You Good know, Lord, that it does man. that. So. It's insane. I mean, I think like million. I think like with the Big Bang Theory, which ugh, come on. Hey, nerds are people. Oh, <laughs> man. What a show. I think that I think that show gets like 18, 20 million viewers. An episode. And that's like the big uh biggest uh rated TV or highest rated TV show, right? Yeah. Mm. I think there was a point in my life, I forget when it was, maybe when it was doing interviews uh <laughs> for for Amazing Race, but talking to more traditional TV reporters. And they said, well, what do you, what do you guys say? We're, we're the gamers. That's how we were like sure. listed. That was our category of Ashley and I on The Amazing Race. And they go, oh, you must love The Big Bang Theory. It's like, eh, no. <laughs> no. Have you seen the video of, uh, it's a clip of The Big Bang Theory, but with all the laugh tracks replaced with yeah. the major bass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's really? fucking great. It's just like a single, ha! <laughs> it's so fucking good. But the guys that make that show, they, I mean, I think those are the guys who made Two and a Half Men as well. Yeah. Those guys know how to make TV. Yeah. I mean, they, they have dominated primetime television for a really long period of time. Oh, Jesus. Mm. This mm. is, we're about to go down a serious fucking rabbit hole. Oh, gee. This, here it goes. From Twitter, Vishal Patel <laughs> wants to know, hey, did you guys ever watch that show, The Mole? Oh, listen to that noise! I remember the mole. Did you watch the mole? Yeah. Did you watch the mole? I remember it. The mole is the greatest television show that ever been made. I remember you talking to me about the mole. I don't remember what you said about it. It was it was like a reality show where everyone had to work together on kind of like Amazing Race. You go to like exotic locations. You have to work together to like accomplish tasks. But one of the people competing in the show was a plant from the show who yeah. was working to subvert everyone yeah. and to stop them from accomplishing their goals. And Fucking the, cool. The host of the show was a not yet famous Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Who, and he was awesome. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah. 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 And, and at the end, to, in order to avoid every week, they would eliminate the person who knew the least about the mole. So it's like they would have to take this really long quiz. Mm -hmm. Like when you were at dinner on Tuesday night, who was sitting to the mole's left? Or like... What color shirt was the mole wearing when you were taking the bus from here to there? It's an observation thing. Yeah, yeah it's like That's holy so cool. fuck! You have to pay attention to everything. It's fucking cool. Everything in that in that fucking show. I don't remember. There it is. That's it, Anderson but Cooper. I but I will say it. this. Oh, I will say this. So Fox. <laughs> As that show got to the end, everyone knew who the mole yes. was, and it was clear that everyone knew who it was, and they ostracized that person, and they didn't like in the show's editing. They didn't really hide that. Right. And also, it was for you know reality of like Survivor when they say we hate you and you're voted out, oh, yeah. get out. And people understood that. People did not understand the show. The mole. It was it was canceled 
in its second season. They just stopped. I think showing, they did a celebrity mole, right? They stopped showing the show. Remember, they just like, oh, never mind. We're not going to show the rest of this thing. Yeah. And they just didn't even air the the second half of the season. So I I, I want to go back and rewatch it because I've forgotten enough. I, I probably don't remember anything. I remember who the mole was at this point. I do too. But I'd like to go back. I and remember who won too. I know, You're making I'm, me want to go watch reality TV from <laughs> 2000. Well, with the writer's strike, get ready. There's going to be a lot more reality TV mm. if the writer's strike goes through. That's exactly uh, one of the reasons why reality shows took off the last time was because the big writer's strike. And here we are heading. Oh, towards, it was like 10 years ago. Was we're heading towards one strike? again. Yeah. yeah, there was. It was. I mean, Survivor had already existed as a thing. Yeah. But yeah, the writer's strike. I mean, that's. You, was, know, you don't really have any writers. The last one was 2009. Oh, I think it was about ten years. Ago. I think it was two thousand. I think it was around the t- really because I, I, I was because I remember I was it was uh, it was during uh, um what's that superhero heroes yeah heroes yeah and they two thousand seven two thousand eight wow screwed because the first season was really good and then the second season was like I, I never watched I, was, it. I would, I would argue juice. the first season started great yeah and then it ended weird it ended so the last the very end of season one is like what what yeah. Because the whole the whole lead up in the first if we're talking about show that's still like twelve years old at this point. <laughs> but the whole lead the, in heroes. There was this one of the big events in it was there was this premonition of them all on a city street and they there was something was about to happen mm-hmm. and there were cars everywhere and they were all running up to each other and then slowly that event would be pieced together and they knew this event was coming, this event was coming. And what happened, it didn't happen on the street exactly as no. they all had a premonition of. It happened in like an office courtyard. Right. And it made no sense. I mean, did they just run out of money, Gus? For that? I don't. I don't know. I don't, maybe like severe rewrites at the end. Maybe. I. I, uh, I saw. I read a thing. It was an interview with. I believe it was J.J. Abrams talking about the last writer strike, about how it was right around the time they were finishing up writing the Star Trek reboot, and they had written it. They finished it. The writer strike started, but. J.J. Abrams and whoever else was was on that film, one of the other writers, they were also producers. So they were on that movie as producers and they went to set to film, but they could not touch the script. They said like the actors would come up to them with like suggestions for better lines and all they could do was like, hmm. And like nothing. Like they could just acknowledge that they were talking to them, but they could not change anything about the script. So they had to shoot the script as it was written. There were were no... That's tough too because like there's so many times where... You were like, oh, well, this line might be better. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Sing it on screen. I think we should do this. Yep. So they said that it was really painful. It was a real struggle for them because there were a lot of things they wanted to adjust and fix, but they could not. Well, Colton uh, was a writer on Key and Peele. And so he's in the union for the WGA. And uh, he, wrote, he wrote a tweet about it just recently where, and this is one of the big complaints about um, that the union has now with the current rules, is a lot of web releases of shows are considered to be promotional so they don't get paid the writers don't get paid the way they get paid on like if the show airs on tv mm. but there are sketches that colton has written for key and peel that have been put on youtube by comedy central and they've made in an individual video 75 80 million views which is hundreds of thousands of dollars that yeah. a video that that big will make and it's just no nah, this is promotional that's it even though these companies will take the revenue for themselves, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So It's promotional money. It's promotional money, yeah. That, that, I think the last time that the, the Writers Guild uh, struck, one of the big things was the web series that they made for Battlestar Galactica, I want to say. Or was it The Office? Office? No, no. Office seems like it was for, it wasn't that long ago. But maybe, anyway, it's, it's always like, web stuff is always, they can't ever get it straight. And, you know, when they build these... Uh, 
when they build these contracts, these major contracts uh, between the unions and the studios, uh, you know, they don't always understand where everything's headed. Right. And then when they get there, the studio is like exploiting the shit out of it, but the, the contracts aren't keeping up with right. it, basically. Mm -hmm. Office was 05 to 13. 05 to 13. Yeah. What's Battlestar Galactica? Battlestar Galactica. Um, <laughs> let's see. It was <laughs> Wesley 04. Willis. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Battlestar you, you, you Galactica. You sang that once in old ass podcast. Battlestar Galactica. It's 04 to, it doesn't say, 04 to 09. Yeah, but the good parts were 0406. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> God, that, Man. Show, that show was so good. It was so good. Okay, I know I'm going out on a limb here. Has anybody been watching the new season of Samurai Jack? No. No. Fuck. Did you watch? So good. Did you watch the new Rick and Morty? Did we talk about yes. that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I oh. love Rick and Morty. We, yeah. So yeah, they, they, yeah. They, you play they, the VR they, game? No, not no, yet. No, is it good? I, wonder, I can't believe I haven't played it yet either. I, I just haven't been busy I'm, with stuff. I got it. You know, what are you doing after this? Yeah, <laughs> if I cut you off from talking about Samurai Jack, though, people will no. kill no, me. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. I assume that was going to be it, and it's it's okay. It's it's, it's I just love I love everything Gendy Tarnikovsky's touched, except maybe Hotel Transylvania. Um, but uh, no, the, the the last episode that just premiered last night is just like a love letter to the entire series. And if if you haven't watched it yet and you are a fan, please watch season five. Fuck, it's good. I have to pee. <laughs> All right, well, it's time to wrap up anyway. Wow. My, oh, fine. Miles is leaving early. Chris showed up late. No, right. I can, I can I, wait. I can hold guys, out. You look wonderful. Thank you. I'm going to stand up and button up my coat, but we're done. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Farewell. Now I'm going to be pee. back. Go watch uh, Laser Team 2. Uh, right now. Uh,